Hey, dude. What's up, man? Chilling, having some brews, having some fun, about to talk some rock. Who do we got today? Today we got West and Johnny of uh, our hometown, San Antonio, the heroin. The dudes from the heroin. What's very, up, fellas? Very Say what's up. Band. What's up? How's it going? Dude, thanks for thanks for having us, man. Uh, really, 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 really awesome, dude. No, thanks for coming. So far, this has been great. We talked a little bit before, but we're ready to get into it, and it's going to be a fucking good time. I'm having fun already. And we and we got John Moreno. John, John, what's up, John? The link. How you doing, guys? The link. The link. The guy that hooked us up with this, man. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, thanks. Man. Yeah. No. I remember seeing the comment on there, and I was just like, the "Fuck yeah, that." That was real quick too. It, well, it was like a, and I saw it, and I liked the name of y'all's podcast. It just what dudes talk. It, rock. it, it originally it was. was I like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was originally Dad's Talk Rock. <laughs> but, but <laughs> thanks to autocorrect Apple phone, <laughs> and, and I'm like, the dudes <laughs> talk rock, dudes talk rock, and he's like, like oh, dude, yeah. that's way better. And I'm like, you're <laughs> right. That is. That's, that's really that's, how it happened. Yeah, that's so great. All right, so I got a funny kind of autocorrect story. I have a guy that, that um, does work for the company that I, I manage and everything, and uh, he wanted to call his company Handy Man Handy Renovations, and uh, autocorrect ended up being Hand Renovations. <laughs> so he's <laughs> Hand Renovations, and uh, so he was like, he's like, yeah, and he's Brazilian, so he has an accent, and yeah. like he's like, so I went to them and I told them, no, no, Handy Renovations, and they're like, okay, well that'll be 150 bucks. He's like. I am hand renovations. <laughs> <laughs> We're keeping it. Yeah, like, so he kept it. So like, all of his checks say hand renovations. Hell yes. It's, like, it's my favorite thing ever, dude. That is so <laughs> That's funny. That's funny, man. At least, at least it didn't come out dodd. He could, he could, yeah. he could play it off and be like, "I'm saying words." What am I? Yeah, yeah. No, he could play it off and be like, "I do my my renovations with my hand." With my hand. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> we only work with one hand. <laughs> you want two hands? Can, can you contract yeah. only one hand? I bet there's somebody out there that does. <laughs> Badass. So tell me, what do you guys do in the band? As far as like y'all's, what do y'all play? Uh, well, I I play bass and. Uh, Load the van, load the trailer. That's pretty much, okay. pretty much it. Uh, cool. Drives really, really long distance, and those might sound like small details, but no, that is a major, major, major. Loading the van, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. That's why you have that for you for you to admit that you do that? That's yeah. really cool because that's I bet you cool. nobody else even does. No, yeah, yeah, he, he's a master at that. No, I'm Johnny. I play uh, drums. And, Very cool. Uh, do backup vocals. Well, we both do backup vocals too. So yeah, when there's a yeah. mic available, yeah. but which nine times out of ten there isn't, I'll just like give him the mic. Uh, <laughs> you see, when the the more mics that are available, the more you can do right there. There you go, oh, yeah, Greg. Yeah, I know. Always, every single time, man. It's good to have the the backup gang vocals. You know. And there you go. The, the, the harmonies. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, man. Harmonies really, really, really help out. You know, when you're playing live, it just it, it's it's uh, it's a, it's a it's like an added feature. You know. How do you do it with when you're playing the drums, man? That's pretty. It's, that's way it, off from. Get your Don other. Henley on, dude. Yeah. That's what you do. <laughs> it's a uh, when I first started doing it, like because uh, our our old guitar player uh, Derek he used to do all the harmonies. Yeah. And then uh, when he had left the band. Um, we just it was like a hole and so i was like i was like well fuck okay i can do this so so just started doing it and um it was a learning curve man it was a big learning curve because learning how to take the breath between the roles that i was playing and i didn't want my playing to sacrifice my vocal because i'm not a vocalist mm -hmm. you know what i mean so it's not like i was singing 
major melodies in the songs. I was just doing backup vocals. You found so your I, pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just found the pocket, man. And and luckily, I mean, there are definitely some songs that we have recorded that have some harmonies on there that are, have background vocals that are like right in between a roll that I'm doing, and I just cannot do that. Yeah. But I don't think you catch it live. We still hit the other parts. Right. And, um, well, our 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 other guitar player, yeah. our, our lead guitar player, does backup vocals really well. Yeah. He's yeah, so he's he, pretty. He helps out. So yeah. Usually the spots that I can't do something or if it's a lot of playing going on, I'll tell him and he's just like, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. Perfect. So it works out, man. It works out. Very cool, yeah. man. How long have you been playing bass, man? Wow. Well, uh, that, I mean, that goes I mean, not necessarily in goes, bands, but when did you pick up your bass? That even goes back Or is to that what you time. picked up first? Actually, I started playing drums first. Yeah. So uh, the first couple of bands I was in, I was a drummer and like, a lot of musicians, you know, or especially like drummers, you're like, man, I want to be a guitar player. I want to play guitar. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I started teaching myself how to play guitar, but I wasn't very good at it. And the other guitar player that I had was like far superior than myself. Right. Then our bass player quit. And so I'm like, well, hmm, two less strings. I can play bass. <laughs> I can <Yeah>. do that. <laughs> <laughs> what, were y'all, what were you like learning to? Like, what were you trying to teach yourself with? What, what kind of music? Uh, just all basically originals. Uh, and you can. Ask, oh yeah. You can ask Johnny. Like I've always hated playing covers. Playing covers. Yeah. I've I've always been yeah. the one, the loudest voice to say no. We're not doing a cover. Yeah, because even like to this day now, like the heroin only does like what four covers. I think. Yeah, maybe we'll, we'll throw in a mix. Yeah, we do them every once in a while and. I think it's so hard to pick a cover, especially in a band. Like, dude, everybody has different tastes. Like, you know, yeah, our yeah. singer loves the Cure. I'm like, I don't really want to cover a Cure song in the Herald. <laughs> right? <laughs> and like, you You're know, like, me and Wes, we love you know, Wes loves power metal, and like, I would love to do that, but our singer's not going to sing power metal. You know what I mean? Like, he's not going to do that. But um, you know, so it's kind of hard. Yeah. I think we decided on a couple of them, and and there them out every once in a while. When uh, like uh, on the Wolf Mama EP. We were just goofing around with the song Tush from ZZ Top, and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, whenever we were done with it, I just kind of looked around and I was just like, there wasn't anything I could honestly hate about it. So I'm like, yeah, is, yeah, it's a, it's let's a do this one. To play, man. Yeah. How do, I mean, how did your sound, you know, become? Because I mean, that's all different links. I mean, I know him from yeah. longer, yeah, you know, and and different style, and then and then you just you found your groove, and then you haven't stopped. And yeah, yeah, that's man. That's like, um, you know what? When we first we first started writing music, like right, when I joined the heroin, I think like um, it was a it was like a changing stage almost. Yeah, because like um, we were writing music at that time heavy, and. It, but almost to the point to where we were writing music heavy to be heavy. Yeah. Not because we're like, you know what? I have this really, really cool riff. It's heavy and we're going to write it. And this is what we want to do. We were basically put in the position of where we we're mashing around all these heavy bands. And um, we wanted to fit in with that because that's what we were getting booked with. So we're like, oh, we got to write a heavy breakdown here. You know, we got to, we got to, you know, almost like fan service. Like if you're writing something for fan service. Yeah. And, um, so we were doing that, and we all just kind of like, not necessarily got tired of it, because we were loving what we were writing, we were happy with it, but we started realizing that like, we all just love rock and roll, like whether or not we love, you know, power metal, whether or not we love, you know, punk, whether or not we love 80s rock and roll, whether or not we love, you know, you know anything before that, 70s or before that, we generally love something from almost every era. Yeah. So let's just write some fucking rock and roll. 
you know? Yeah, we just oh, yeah. started naming off bands that were our main influences as we were younger. And then we were like, well, why aren't we writing songs like this? Yeah. And, and uh, we... We played a we played a show at the door in we Dallas. Were, in Dallas, mm-hmm. yeah, in Dallas. And we were we were opening for Maylene and the Sons of Disaster. Yeah. Okay. And when we saw them play, we were like, "That's what we need to be doing." Yeah. That's yeah, we're like we're like we want we want it's a performance. A southern, yeah, we want a southern rock and roll, mm-hmm. you know, like just live show, tear it to the wall, you know, go go hit it all, you know, just like. Yeah. And you did it everywhere you played. Like it didn't mm-hmm. matter. It oh, was yeah, still man. the same stage everywhere you guys played. Right. Yeah. It was, yeah. You know, that's that that's, was, that's, that's the benefit thing. of playing like, in front of nobody. You, you don't. Well, get we're, yeah, we're for, <laughs> and you guys travel. Oh, I mean, yeah. I've known this for years. How yeah. much you you worked really hard for where you are. And, and well, that's what Greg's been saying this whole time before y'all showed mm-hmm. up. Is like, bro, like they're a hard working band, and they've been doing it for a very long time. Yeah. Like and. I respect the fuck out of that. I like that a lot. So that's cool. Thanks, man. You, yeah, no, we, you uh, know, our very first, our very first tour, I guess you could say, is we actually re-roofed our singer's house to finance our very first tour, and our second show was on the main stage at the Milwaukee Metal Fest before uh, Arch Enemy and Nile. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. and and, and yeah, it, I mean, he, he's 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 been in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so it, we 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 just didn't want to be that band that only stayed in town. We wanted to try and make it happen. And, yeah, you know, hopefully, I, you know, we both wish something more could have happened in twenty some odd years, but. Yeah. We still, you, we still, you know, we still like, love um, what we're doing. Yeah, like uh, first off, like we love like what we do, and and it's one of those things, man. Like if we had no progress at all, then then we'd be crazy for doing what we're doing. Yeah. But but over the years, it's shown pro- progress. Well, sometimes love we, makes you do crazy things, man. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. are you really crazy for doing it that long no, if you nothing no, no, came no. out of it, or I mean, are you just doing it because you love it? And then that's where it comes. So back. I think it's a little bit of both. <laughs> we love what we're doing, but we're a little crazy because <laughs> we know what it is. I I agree. I think, okay. I think where the crazy factor comes in is when your van breaks down oh. and you try to get a second vehicle and then that doesn't work out. And so you hook up a Ford F-150 to a trailer that's like a quad cab and we all bundle inside this F-150 and drive to Oklahoma to play it. No, that, that was that well, was see, Little Rock. Then again, is that, show, is that being no. crazy or is that love no, making you, you do crazy exactly things? Exactly. You because that's that fucking making it happen, bro. <laughs> exactly. That that's was, badass. Uh, that's fucking rock and roll, dude. That we're, was we're, we're, Little Rock. Little Rock, Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what venue? Like, uh, Vino's. Oh, Vino's, Yeah, that's a bad joint, dude. It is, dude. Dude, they're cows Zones are the best. They're pizza. They're, man. They are literally a pizzeria venue, man. Like there, that was a cool fuck. I don't even know. I, we haven't played there like at all. In, like the last. It's, it's like, been a while. Years. You know what? I think the last time we played there was with As I Lay Dying. Wow. Oh, See, shit, and I yeah, and yeah. I, I will say I never played it, but I was a merch person for a band there, yeah. and but I never got to play that venue. It so. was a cool venue. Like the the sound was amazing. The sound guy even did, I think, for like what twenty or thirty bucks. Yeah, he would record you live. 
And so we had like a couple that's of super like cool. live recordings from you that's, know, that's super yeah, cool. still there's somewhere somebody has them. George might even have them. I'm sure right. he had everything, man. Yeah, yeah, he kept everything. Uh, okay, you're yeah. bringing up George, yeah. so we got to bring up Seven Ounce Crown. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's where well, you and I it. crossed paths, man. Yes. Uh, How that happened? Many moons ago. Yes, uh, like, I, what, 2000, I had, right? Huh? Uh, this was '99. Yeah. I think it was y'all at that time. It was Switch Seventy, then it was us, and then I think Protein Shake was headlining that. It was either Protein yeah. Shake or Deadlock at that time. There is both of them, man. But, they were in, but those were some. I, I and honestly, we that were the was, backroom bands that made openings for the main oh, stage. Oh shit, the, the rabbit backroom stage. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah. and that was the first time I had played. The rabbit and 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 that actually that was my first show with Seven Ounce Crown. My first official show with Seven Ounce, and so when we played, there was like you know a considerable amount of people there, and I was like, hell yeah, I made it, man. There's people here. It's not just a little room, yada yada yada, and everybody's got the like mind. All the bands here, you know, are like this. I'm like, I dig this. This is awesome. Well, there was <laughs> something about those shows that were pretty unique and special, man. Dude, the energy. Yeah, for those shows were just. It, 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 I haven't been to many shows recently, but it's the feeling's not there anymore. It's you can't you, recapture that. I mean, we'll never experience that again, man. And, and like, I would love to sit here and just say that we would, but like, I'll be honest with you, like, and maybe it's just me being it's different. Nostalgic, maybe I, I like think I'm it's not. maybe because I'm older, but I I, it's know, just man. different. I don't know. I, yeah. cause, cause I love music regardless, but like, no, no, I, I do I too. Going to the rabbit shows and like. They were the bands that were playing the backstages, and they were the bands that were playing the main stages. And mostly everybody went to go see the bands that were playing the main stages. And this isn't like, we're not talking about a tour that came in from, from you know, it's just shows. These were things, they were local shows. Yeah. And people were there. And, and you know, I told there, him, man. yes. I told him, that's how I learned, you know, we would go uh, Wednesday night uh, booking parties. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and the lights are on. Every, you know, like the main bands are on the stage, and then the smaller bands are on the floor, like, like the GA section yeah okay who wants monday raise your you know it's like an auction yeah, 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 yeah. And, and you know like i was always like thursday free nights because yeah. you know it was, we, it was like they were not necessarily like you know it was making you work for it, but it was like working the community you know and it, it yes. was it was bringing together community because rick's the real link man i mm-hmm. think dude yeah no he was he gave us all the shot and yeah you know, and, rick was, and you rick know was rick would always dude, stick man. his neck out for you but he expected you to work yeah. if he yeah. was gonna stick his neck out for you you better show well, up that's you, what you were saying in the other episode like like are you he would say something to the fact like you want this spot and like he would get, tell you like you know um, if I give you this shot, like, say, are like, you going to prove to me like, or, like earn yeah. it? Like, you yeah. got to earn it. He was like, like I'll give it to you once and I'll show you, but if you're not going to do it again, like, I paid that, I gave you this, you know, ticket, you're going to get a dollar for it. Yeah. And, you know, that was cool. You you were already on a ticket. Yeah. Yeah, no, you know, it's, it's a, I just remember, man, like uh, like you said, the band yeah, the being on the stage ones, the and uh, Jason, yeah. you know, That's rest in peace. Yeah. You know, that dude would like always pull up George like, hey, come up here, man. Y'all are doing this show with us. Like, yep. Sweet. And you sign yeah. it. Mm hmm. Yeah, dude. That's the only reason you, you have to sign. Uh, dude, where are those papers? <laughs> right, yeah, right. That would be yeah, really man. cool to see. I remember. So you are doing. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say. I remember, like back in the day, I used to have like old fucking rectangle, you know, tickets from Rabbit, and I had those in a box. Man, I just don't know what happened to that, but I wish I still had. Because like, I'll look at those like now, 
And I'm like, oh shit, protein shake, fucking this band, yeah. this band, this band, this band. They had all of them though on every ticket. Yeah. Like for the month, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. it was like you Who's and then everybody, the even if it was a big band. What, and when what? you got a big band that was on your ticket. You know what's yeah. funny is I was, I was telling him like, I don't remember those because I never bought the tickets. I would pay at the door. So they I don't, came directly oh, yeah. from the bands. I don't yeah, remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, the bands would happen. Yeah, yeah, see, I don't remember that. Like, I had you all had my friends in bands and stuff, but I would go pay at the, the door. House. Mm-hmm. The thing I remember. <laughs> yeah. yeah, It's all dark there, and you're like, hey, I need, I need my ticket. Okay, which one? Yeah. You know, it's a block. It's rolled up. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. badass, though. It worked. That was that was that was great, like, man. Fourteen or fifteen, and like <laughs> you get to save it, it. and yeah, and just like have like, like, right, it for the next show. Hell yeah, Dude, yeah. Was, see, the thing I remember is I don't remember the tickets, but I remember when you go to the door and they would ask who you're here to see, and they would put the tellers. Oh yeah, the yeah. tellers. Mm-hmm. I remember that, but well, I don't. I did I both. That's, but I, that's I, where he. I never had the ticket. That's the thing. Like I always paid at the door. So because most people nowadays, when they're doing a merch deal or something with the venue, they have their own guy counting in. Mm-hmm. Who, oh, yeah, yeah. who came into the door and then who's buying a product? So yeah. that's that's double count. Like when the venue, he did like both of them and and he paid the guys right. Right, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, man. He he, he was, then yeah, he was probably the last like big like person for bands. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I mean, we have we have good promoters in the in city. Town. Don't don't get me wrong. Like, there's still good promoters here that bring in. Yeah, good shows. no, there but is. As far as bringing together a community and like. Working with the local bands to work with the scene to make the scene what it was that that was he was the last yeah for sure man and you know there's bands that still try to hold on to it. I mean we try to play with bands that we want to market with and communicate with and hang out with and everything but I mean there's only just so much you can do as a band yeah you know, I mean you, what are you going to spend half your time promoting other bands and yeah. not promote yourself it's it's difficult especially in this like day and age man it's like well, where everything's online it's was like, there anything like that that um, happened maybe before the pandemic that you guys were you know we went there and then they just it just shut off like yeah man, was there yeah. something that <laughs> well, yeah the yeah the nam 2020 I've heard. Was, oh, go on. I want to hear this because I've heard a lot about the the, the NAM, the, like uh, what happened to it because well, of the pandemic. Well, just um, even brushing off before that, like twenty nineteen, man. Twenty nineteen was a killer year for us. Like we toured, yeah. so much. And we like, we had we had a lot of momentum. We we played we played L A a lot, and we're we were marketing with with the guys from Gibson, and we're meeting with them, and then we're some meeting steam. with just like different people, like other Gibson artists, like. Um, Bubbles, <laughs> what's his name? Jared, Jared James uh, Nichols, Nichols, right? Nichols, yeah, amazing Nichols. guitar and, player, and, yeah, and, yeah. and he's a really good blues player, yeah, Fucking amazing. And, and like we're marketing with them and everything, and and so 2020, um, they uh, they invited us to go to uh, Nam, yeah, as a Gibson artist and everything. And, wow, you know, if you want to go, I started crew. <laughs> I, yeah, I just wanted to mention 2019 was an amazing year for the Herald, and it really was, man. You know, and our the guy that works with us said that they had an opportunity for us, and so they just kind of laid it out, saying, you know, like Gibson is just like the top tier brand, and we've yeah. been working oh, with Gibson for a while, and they were like, man, we really want to work with you guys, and if you stick with just Gibson only, we really can't put any marketing or finances with y'all. So yeah, you go to Gibson. They have George had a hard time with that. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I, and I will say that, man, because yeah, he no. told me. He was <laughs> like, you know what? I didn't like that because he, you know, like a different guitar gives you that sound that you want for that. Right. As a guitar player, I completely understand. Yeah. And as a guitar player in a band that's trying to market it, I kind of feel like you like, like hey, guys, yeah. let's, let's, just, let's just do this, right? Yeah. But also, too, though, well, wait a second. Hold on. Like, what kind of sound is he wanting to do that I've heard you guys play? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what kind of sound is he wanting that Gibson can't bring him? Like well, with a well, Gibson, like you, I think specifically, like dude, like you guys maybe, fucking rock out, so yeah. you can't rock out on a Les Paul. Like wait a second, hold on. I think <laughs> specifically, right? No, specifically, specifically. And like they, you know. So, Epiphone. well, Epiphone's really I'm, stepped up in the last couple have. years. Like yeah. within the last, yes. Well, yes. Since what you guys are talking about, they're and like their, with their yeah. new release, they fucking they're kicking it up, dude. So, so me and my brother, uh, I don't know if y'all, my brother, I don't know if y'all saw him. He's out here. He's usually uh-huh. in here with us, but. All we do is we sit around and we watch music and yeah. gear. Mm-hmm. And he he has a couple Gibsons in the room. Yeah, and. Epiphone's really stepped it up, dude. Right, like so, so really this, this stepped a, it this up. This is a talk that we had. So the talk we had with the Gibson uh, rap, he was telling us about Gibson, and you know, I mean, automatically you're thinking like, okay, like like if you're a drummer, you're thinking like DW PDP. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the, this yeah. is their DW is their their Cadillac brand, and then the PDP is their more affordable brand. It's like, really not though, because the PDP drums sound just as fucking amazing. No, know? no, no. Well, no, I get what you're saying, yeah. but but Epiphone Gibson's no, really not like exactly. that. Exactly. But I think that's how people viewed it. But when we were talking to um, our Gibson rep, he was like telling us, he's like, look, man, he's like, this is, let me show you what we're putting into these guitars now. He's like, maybe you might have felt like this guitar wasn't that great, you know, a while ago or something. He's like, but this is what we're doing now. And like, they were showing us everything they were doing. They even gave like our, 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 our guitar player, our current guitar players. Um, Epiphone guitars, and they have uh, they gave Dave a Black Beauty, mm-hmm. right? Black Beauty, yeah, the Black Beauty. That thing sounds wow. amazing. <laughs> wow, it sounds amazing. Like, they gave him an Epiphone or a Gibson, a- an like, Epiphone Black yeah. Beauty. Yeah, there's still that's what I'm it trying to. Yeah, great. And, and, no, it does. And even and even he was yeah. like really happy with the like, guitar. He like, was no, like, he, he, this sounds really really good. So and the so, pandemic ruined all this. Well, yeah, man. It, it, you know, basically, we did all the handshaking and. You know, they said that if you do this deal with us with Epiphone, you know, we'll put money behind you in marketing. We can, you know, try to, you know, pair you on, you know, national tours with yeah, right, legit yeah. solid artists and, you know, other other, other Gibson artists. You know, exactly. Yeah. Ba- no, yeah. Basically, of all these perks being on an Epiphone roster. And so basically, it was just like, all we need you to do now is go to the Summer NAM in Nashville in June and. Fill out all the paperwork yeah, because not only did you were they, you were booked end. for it and everything, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it was yeah. it was that it was, was weird. They were booking everything before it, and then they oh, that's were how canceled. It and they're like, "Well, hold on," and, and and all the paperwork's and yeah. Shit. But not only did we did we go to the the Nam twenty twenty this the you know January, uh, we also played the Gibson's main stage out there. Okay, and like you know with with like. Um, they had Lacey Snow, um, um, Hailstorm. Yeah. yeah. Hailstorm played. Yeah, what, what, yeah. She, she did like an acoustic set on one night, and it was just really, really cool. And then they had their whole Gibson backstage, so they're doing all the 
um, online promotions and things like that. We saw Lisa Loeb play a song, which is really, really cool. Lisa Loeb still looks really, really fucking good. I don't know. No, she does. <laughs> she was always Loeb. emo, man. No, she looks <laughs> good. Right? Those, those glasses. <laughs> those glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she aged very well. And so, like, like we're wine. There, we're sitting in there in the back, and I see a. Uh, <laughs> when you went, you went, I was like, hey. That's Lisa Lowe. <laughs> no, I wasn't there. Okay, I don't know who was no. with but I remember like just looking over and I was like, Holy fuck, that's Lisa Lowe. Yeah, because because like, like when we were back there, we couldn't act. We yeah. couldn't. We couldn't fanboy. We had to act like we belonged yeah, yeah, like yep. back there. Yeah, I couldn't be like, holy fuck, dude, that's the fucking because you know, because you, know, you know that was their safe space. So we were just like, man. But you it was know. a badass safe space because they yeah. had fucking free coffee, free food. I think there was like drinks back there. Yeah, you it could pick up a guitar and just jam on a yeah. on a guitar if they weren't filming for like a little yeah. clip that that's they were doing. Cool. I, mean, it, it, I was just gonna mention you guys being backstage and yeah, you know, just being there and getting ready for your own show it was is an cool. experience that you know people can't even think of like, <laughs> you know it's yeah, kind of kind of funny it's, it's all we, you know. <laughs> we did a we did an interview with this lady right outside the Gibson party that night and she was asking all of us what guitars we play yeah. and when she came to me what do you play oh i play a nerdy ball <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, uh, I, I play a Gibson Thunderbird. My bad. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Gibson Thunderbird. Gibson Thunderbird. <laughs> so, yeah, not only did we get invited there by Gibson to, you know, check out everything, and we also played the stage, man. And, like, um, we play there. Like, we, we had, a uh, like, a spike in our uh, online presence. People were attacking us in videos. Uh, people were, we had, like, a spike in our follows. Like, it, it was it was good for us. Right. And it was only good for us, but it was a learning experience because... Not only were we working our, our angle with Gibson, we we're also if you've ever been to Nam, it's just it's a big like just warehouse of just musician tools. Mm-hmm. And like um everybody's out there. You can talk to the, 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 the rep for Vader, you know, drum six. You can talk to the rep for yeah. whatever drum company that you want to. They're there. Yeah, people, everyone the, the who anyone signed yeah, these people I, are I, there. I like bumped into, you know, Frank Frank Bello, one of my my one of my favorite you know basis you know from anthrax yeah ricky rackman from headbangers ball yeah yeah you know, and they're just they're anyone just, they're who just everyone around. who's anyone is there dude yeah. they're just thinking uh, uh nina strauss is there mm-hmm. like yeah just hanging out man just just like walking around and, and so we learned a lot because we're like we went there and we're talking to people we're like oh yeah I mean, we have the badge that says gibson artist on it and so like okay you're a gibson artist you're like yeah yeah we're trying to you know, market. We're trying to see what we can get, like what we want to work with, and different other companies like that. And um, they're like, "Cool, you have any cards?" We're like, "Oh fuck, I don't have any cards." <laughs> like, but I have an Instagram. And, you know, like, we learned that you know how yeah. to market, and yeah. so our whole plan, we were gonna hit um, Summer Nam like with just like you know we're ready to go. Like, yeah, we're gonna have cards printed up with with you just fucking you put the camera on it, you click the logo, it takes you straight to our social medias. Like the little we QR had, we had, codes yeah, and shit. Yeah, the mm-hmm. QR codes. Mm-hmm. We had game plans, and this was like right when we got back, man, because that's the way to go, and that, that was yeah. what we needed to do. Mm-hmm. And so we left L.A. in like January. I think after that we got home. We we're home for a couple days, and, and we toured. We did a tour. We did like you a were always week. on tour, man. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, yeah. not a time I never saw you not on tour. <laughs> yeah, so we, we literally we literally drove home. I think we're home. I for remember about a week, that city, and then we went. Yeah. It was beautiful out there. You <laughs> yeah. were always there, you know. Oh yeah, man, definitely. And we toured for about three weeks, and then uh, came home at the end of February, 
And uh, that's exactly when we started hearing everything about you know, right. people being sick and different things like that. And, you know, it started hitting California, it started hitting New York. Yeah. And, you know, the whole time we're just like, okay, well, not sure what's going on. We had tours already booked. We had um, our slots booked over at NAM already. And then just so fucking everything halted. Yeah. I mean, at that point in time, me and me and my our singer, um, we do a stage at South by Southwest. Yeah. So as soon as we got back home, we're like home for a couple of weeks and then we do South by for a week. And then the heroin also plays South by. So we're planning that. So we're back and forth sending schedules to each other with the clubs that we're working with. And then everything just hits a brick wall. Yeah. And it's like, um, they're counseling South by. That's when like, I thought this shit was real. Yeah. I mean, they, because I even told my dad, and a week before South by canceled, he he already had saw it on CNN, like rolling through the the like yeah. five a.m. messages. Mm-hmm. They canceled. No, I was like, "What do you mean? We just got booked last week." Yeah, and then boom. Yeah, that was heavy. Like I, I you know, it, it's, it stopped it's, everything. Yeah, it was surreal, man. Because like, there's <laughs> there was even a point where uh, where they canceled South by, but there were still some independent bars. Yeah. that were still doing shows. Right, and we had happened to have some showcases going on in those independent bars, mm-hmm. so we were still going to keep our showcases open. And it was like a day to day thing, hour by hour thing at really that point. Was. And then, like, we ended up getting notification from the bars because they shut the bars down. Yeah. Like, after they shut South by down, I think, like, in March, I'll remember it because um, me and my wife found out that she was pregnant March 5th. And then March 14th is when they shut down the bars, like that weekend, the next weekend. Yeah. That. Because I remember that because I remember I played a show that night and I was just like, I was doing a country gig. And, um, it was weird. It was so surreal, man. Because people, some people were out, some people weren't out, and then like the next week, they're like everything shut down, bars are closed, and then from there on, man, it was almost like a waiting period because we still had our tours booked at the end of the year, and then we had a tour booked like in June, mm-hmm. and in March came, you know, two weeks shut down. That obviously got extended, got extended, and just kept getting extended yeah we kept all our dates that we had booked with uh, all the tours we had um we kept in contact with the people at nam they're like they're like we're still we still plan on happening we're hoping the, the oh, yeah. gonna be it was all just it was summer. all wait and see wait and see yeah. everything everything Dude, it, it, everything it was, in life at that moment was wait and see wait and see <laughs> it was a trip man it was a trip for us because it was just we had went from 10 years just about yeah. non-stop touring being gone months out of the year mm-hmm. um, to being at oh, home man. every single day. Screeching yeah. halt. Being yeah. at home every single day. Not even seeing each other just because, you know, we're trying to make sure. We don't, we don't know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, like I said, my wife was pregnant. Well, uh, we had, it, it, was a, it was a trying pregnancy. So, like, my son's born. He's extremely healthy. But the pregnancy was difficult. So, you know, we were staying away from each other because we were just like, we don't know what the fuck's going to happen. But it was it was crazy, man. Yeah, we went from like uh, like 125 to 150 shows a year to nothing. Yeah, and that is just like very emotionally exhausting when you're so used to being gone every so often. Then so now you have to just kind of like figure out, man, what in the hell do I do now? Have you guys found new marketing ways? Like, 
Uh, like the, you know, you know I mean? honestly, so, social media is the weakest part of our game. We're so bad at it. And, you know, because you're we're, real. We're, you're real. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah, have yeah, to dude. hear you guys live. Like, like, dude, yeah. These guys, like, these guys got me back into, like, not wanting to play digital, you know, like it, yeah, having yeah. the live band there, mm-hmm. having... You know, uh, real amps record your fucking music. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, you guys been doing that the whole time. And so, you know, we we try to have a social media presence as best we know how, and we're still like, I, I, I think we're we're slightly getting because it, it's so weird. Like I said, you know, we talk just talk about twenty twenty, but it's twenty twenty two now, yep. and like we 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 just went on our first tour. Between 2020 <laughs> and uh, at the end of October or uh, early October, yeah, early October, yeah, yeah, and we went on. This is the this is the ironic thing about this tour, as we played a venue in San Diego, and this was our first tour in a year and a half. We were super excited. We were ten days out, mm-hmm. and we ended up playing a venue in San Diego where you had to have either a, a negative test. Or your Vax card, wow. and oh, yeah. you know the that's, the that's, singer and that's I. That's a whole other thing that we could definitely talk about. Just it makes <laughs> it hard for a, a not known band to tour at, during this time right now, because that's what the, that, that's the problems we were running into. So many people were excited we're back on the road, and then some towns had that ordinance still in place, right? And a lot of people were messaging us saying like, "Hey, man, we're not going to go out because uh, it's yep. you know we'll hit you guys up when the when but the list is still, down." They're still yeah. with you though. Yeah, they no, still, that, and, that, and that's, you know what I mean. We like they, uh, we're not going to see not, you here, but we're going to see you when exactly. When shit's and gonna it's not them again. that yeah. it's it's the list. That's awesome, it, just, it was so difficult for a not known touring band because I mean, like if you're going to go see, like, let's just say. Judas Priest, right? And right. Like, there's like, a huge difference. I was like, yeah, I'll go, get, I'll go fucking stick something in my nose real quick. You know, it's like, yeah, let's come on to see Judas Priest. Mm. Fuck yeah. Let's, yeah. Go, let's go do it. You know, but mm. the heroin, I'll wait till the lift is where it's yes. really easier to get to the show. No, I can and understand. It, and that's what, and that it's cool because we actually get people that have been with us forever yeah, they're always is. messaging us, man, when are, you, when are you coming back to Seattle? When are you, yeah. you know, when are you coming back to Denver? And it's just like oh, there's, man, we there's need... still a want when we can, yeah, yeah. yeah. you know when we can. That's yeah. when <laughs> there's still a, we're, we're still seeing a want, and, and like man, it, it felt really, really, really good this this past weekend. We did our CD release, and um, we played San Angelo on Friday, and then we played San Antonio on Saturday. Nice, and like it was it was so just like uplifting as a band, just because people came out, people bought merch, and yeah. like it was it was a hell of a show, man. It was it was a blast. It's great, man. and it just feels good to just because we're nervous, man. We're nervous, like you know. Um, although as hard as we've worked these all these years, we know that our presence in the last two years has been minimal, just because of capability, right? Lot, but it's like, still there. Yeah, yeah. And so then we're, well, it is. But yeah. like, I get what you're saying because when you're pumping and you're pumping and you're pumping for ten years, and then all of a sudden you have to stop. Yeah, and you're not Judas Priest. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes people might forget. Or not, exactly. they might not follow no, that steam ex- as much. Exactly yeah, like man. so, I get that. That's, that's exactly tough. <laughs> and like, so, not to knock know. on you guys at all, but I mean, no, dude, no, I'm, I'm that's an artist thing, you know. Like, it's, a, it's an honest thing. Yeah, exactly. yeah. And an artist is always gonna feel like, oh, that's not the great piece, but to somebody else, it is. Yeah. No, dude, mm-hmm. yeah, you know? that's, ex- that's exactly it, man. I mean, these these are things obviously we talked about it plenty of times. Like for like, mm-hmm. we're 
it's a worry, man, that when yeah. we're able to hit the road like we used to, is there still going to be a want for that? Are, are people going to care? You know what I mean? Because it's, it's a, I mean, everybody deals with that. Everybody deals with some kind of, you know, longing of, of being wanted, right? And, like, musicians, I feel like we, like, obviously, <laughs> you put your heart and soul to a piece, an album, you want people to respond. You want it to hit somewhere. And so, like, it felt really good, man. It felt really good to release this so album. So you talked about, yeah, you're talking about your album. Tell me a little bit about this album. Uh, the new album's called Out for Blood. Um, it's on all digital platforms. Okay. Like, if you want a hard copy, you come to the show. Um, right now, that's what we there have it go. available. I like that. Um, what do y'all have as far as hard copies? CDs? Yeah, CDs. CDs. Okay. We, we, we are working to get vinyl, but if you've... Are the CDs limited? Tried, like, there's only a certain pressing of how many... Uh, we we have a well, certain pressing of the original. Yeah, we. I mean, we have... I mean, we'll probably order more, you of know, course, if, if there's a... But it's right not now, like a... Yeah, it's not like a limited... Uh, well, okay. well, the one thing that probably will be limited on it is that the first... These CDs are, have the fold-out yeah. and then have, like, all so the graphics and everything. Yeah. The next ones that we order will probably just be a sleeve just, slide yeah. in. Because, like, when you... If you've ever ordered CDs... Um, they give you a deal when you order yeah. like a mm-hmm. fuckload, right? Yeah. So when you re-up and order, you know, we might be ordering maybe like, I don't know, 500 to 800 a 1,000 or something at a time. Um, they don't give you that same deal packaging anymore. <laughs> so, like, it's cheaper to get just the slide-in sleeve one. So these first ones will right. have a fold open, you know, have pictures on the inside. Right, right. Just playing with... Drowning, was that the show we played? Yeah, that was the Drowning Pool show. <laughs> yeah, that was another one of our last shows, actually. Yeah. That was that was a fun set, man. <laughs> drowning Pool. They're over here like, yeah, but it's just Drowning Pool. We just, <laughs> we just play on the same stage. No, that's, yeah. that's super cool. That's awesome. Okay, so let me let me ask this. Um, oh, hold on, let me go back. What was the name of the album? Let's talk out, about the album. Out, Let's the talk album. about the album a little more before I cut it off. Let's the, talk uh, about the album a little more. The album's called Out for Blood. Out for Blood. And uh, it's a full length? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, uh, very 11, cool. 11 songs. Where was that? Uh, where do y'all? Where do y'all guys record? Uh, so we record usually. At, um, we record at a studio here. Um, it's shirts actually called okay. uh, Black Black Buck Studio House. Okay, and uh, it's with our <laughs> with our buddy Spencer Ramsell. And uh, amazing <coughs> studio, man! Yeah. Amazing studio. Uh, I love working with him. We we've been working with Spencer since the beginning. Yeah, like, he did mm-hmm. the first very cool man uh, heroin album, and he's recorded pretty much every almost every single thing that we've done after. Now on this album, uh, some of the songs were recorded in different places. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Like we recorded um, one of the songs in uh, L.A. at uh, NRG Studios. Yeah, make you move. Yeah, with uh, Kyle um, oh. Hoffman, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kyle Hoffman, which is a uh, he's a producer out in L.A. Uh-huh. who's worked on some major, major, major products, and like that guy is amazing too as well like is that the guy qual- has an is ear. the quality different than when you came over here and like you know what that you there, guys feel like there, not there what, were what the person's going to there were some quality uh, not quality but there were some differences in as as maybe like rooms and different things like that but overall i think the album still had a very very cohesive feel Good. that they were able to pro- that, like, that, that we were awesome. able to capture that's funny know? that you asked that dude cuz uh a great cuz i i there's albums sometimes you hear it's where it's like it sounds. It different. sounds totally different, like yeah. extremely different. Especially some of like the lower. Um, I don't want to say lower budget, but like yeah. So we, I, I, everyone in this room probably can agree. We used to listen to a lot of hard hardcore music, still oh, do. Yeah. Um, but some of those albums back then, you know, you you could tell maybe they were recorded different oh, times, yeah, what areas, spaces. But even on some of the bigger albums I've heard, you can 
hear some of that shit. Yeah, yeah. Right. So that's kind of neat that you asked that because like, well, well, I don't think I don't well, I don't think you can ever not ever hear the first time you've heard something. So you'll never hear it like that. Right, no, it's a lasting again. impression. And you, but and you keep going. But as a consumer, like stuff. I hear like as a as a fan, consumer, a listener, whatever you want to call it, I hear that stuff. I don't know if everyone else does, but it it bothers me when I hear yeah. that stuff. Because okay. it's like well, wait a second, why why does it sound different? Sometimes it's obviously not as maybe as good as quality as the rest, or sometimes that song sounds way better than the other ones. So there's um one of the older Converge albums, which I know they were kind of like compilations and they put it all together, but the one yeah. of the, it's super obvious on, obvious on one of the Converge albums, and I didn't, I never liked it as a kid. I don't know. I'm, but I mean, you being <laughs> able to meet, like, hey, it doesn't sound different. It yeah, it had the same flow. It still has the and, same and, cohesion. It's, yeah, yeah, it's cohesive yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. great. That's and, great. And the cool thing, like, yeah, some of the songs were written, written at different times and recorded <laughs> at different times in in the band's. Um, history here mm-hmm. but uh it's they were still like cohesive because we still have that same sound you know what i mean no you like, guys have yeah. a did y'all do any yeah. of the writing during that covid time where you're kind of apart from actually, each yeah, other actually about seven pretty much seven, seven or eight of the songs are completely brand new yeah we did the writing during that that during that covid era yeah, yeah that's we, we wrote this one song called it's all right and um um the day before we recorded it, we recorded that song live in the studio. Like we all got one room, and we did it all. Right, we recorded it in one take, and not one take, but we recorded whatever we recorded. We we did, we played it like what five times, yeah. six times, and then we recorded. We kept one take, and then you know, but all yeah, all is like a all um, together live. a live band, yeah, like all in one, not isolated to where yeah, somebody's isolated. doing your drums. I didn't, I didn't and then do the drums guitar, first. And yeah, the it's all it's all everything. The only thing we did separate was usually that would be uh, almost like a scratch vocals. track or something, right? Where you kind of do basically, something like that, basically. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, okay. So but I mean, that's the old school method because, dude, there's so yeah. many of the greatest I mean, songs that's, ever that's what, that are recorded uh, that way. Um, <laughs> what is right? it? Uh, Rage Against the Machine fucking did on that the album that yeah. they recorded at uh, what's that place out there? Sound City. Yeah. 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 That, that was fucking live, right? Really? Crazy. Wasn't yeah. uh, wasn't Norma Jean's Bless the Martyr <laughs> yeah. done live? Yeah. Yeah. I believe so. Yes. Yeah, Norma Jean's uh, the kiss bless, the kiss yes, the child, bless the child. Yeah, bless the child, kiss whatever. Kiss the, yeah. One of those. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I forgot what it live. is. But yes, yes, it, it, even, it says live. it on there. Yeah. Like, yeah. It says it on the album. This was recorded live. And that's amazing. That's amazing feat to do, man. Because it's hard. Like whenever we did it, like it was difficult. The only thing that's not live is vocals. And I think the guys went back to do their solos. Yeah, I think we we did solos like separate. But, do, but um, do you think that that comes back to when you're rehearsing? You're like, we got to turn on the black light a little bit. <laughs> oh yeah, well, well, catch the moment. Is, yeah, you can ask Johnny. Like every anytime we know we're getting ready to go into the studio, like I'm super paranoid about yeah. getting together and rehearsing yeah. so that we can get together. Or that was whenever di- whenever he's doing his drum tracks, I'm just laying on the couch just. Just listening, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that one, feeling you know, that doing it together, <laughs> it was a little bit different, right, right. Um, but I remember that that process of recording. Um, I, I, at that time, we didn't have an intro for the song leading up to the night before of the studio process. And um, Joey, our guitar player, came to my house, and we came up with the intro of the song, and um, literally like that night, and then we. We got to the studio this morning, and like I would tell the guys, I was like, 
Okay, you're gonna hate us, but we 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 we, we rewrote the intro. <laughs> so it goes like this now. I know we've been practicing this song really hard for the last couple of weeks. Totally we forget to record it live. Yeah, we're totally not gonna forget do it like about that. it. We're gonna do a very different. This is how it goes <laughs> so, now. And uh, we recorded it, man, and it came out really, really good. And we had the song ready, and we re- released it as a single. But it, it was during the COVID times. And then um, we released a music video for it. And the way we did the music video, uh, we're all at home because it was during quarantine. Mm-hmm. And um, so our singer recorded himself on his phone at his house. That's all phone um, stuff. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. I recorded me playing my drums on my phone. Wes recorded himself at his house on his phone. That's we all cool, recorded dude. ourselves on our phone and sent it to our buddy. And he put it all together. And Made it work. some extra people in there. And we made it a video, man. That's super cool. That was showing that, like, the, like this is where we're at right now. Like, we're, we're we're not in the same room with each other anymore. We we're not practicing right now. But we're, we're still recording. doing what we do. Yeah, we're still wanting to promote music. Yeah. And that 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 song always, I feel like it, it has such a good meaning because it's um, like you said it's called "It's All Right," and our singer always says this thing. It's it's a to just kind of advocate for mental illness. You know, like whatever you're going oh, through, yeah. whatever you're. You know, everybody goes through something, and it hits everybody. Yes, we do. And so, just like the whole mess is just just positivity in that song. That's cool. You know, no matter what you're going through, just like push on. You um, know, I'm learning as I'm getting older, and 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 um, especially with like some things that are like going on. Um, so he, he, I don't want to say too much because he's not here to talk about it. But my brother's recently sober. Yeah, it's going on three years, and. I have to remind myself and sometimes him that, like, uh, everybody goes through things. Yeah. And we don't necessarily know what they're going through. And just because, like, um, like everyone thinks, oh, my problem's bigger than somebody else's, oh, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you have to realize that just because, like, it's not, like, your problem's bigger than, like, for yourself, your problem is bigger to you than anyone else. Yeah. But it's the same feeling for that other person. Like, you don't, you don't have to, like, you when have to realize, not- like... What this problem, this person's problem is, is in their mind, their biggest problem or whatever the fuck it is that you want. You know what I mean? Like everybody goes through their own shit. Everybody has their own problems. And each one of us like has our things that weigh on us more than say the other person. And so like as I'm getting older, I'm starting to kind of understand that and like. You know, there's yeah, even you know. a lyric at the end of that song where, you know, Linwood says, you know, the, you know, did your car break down and you're too broke to fix it? Yeah. It's going to be all right. And that, and that part yeah. actually happened to me. Yeah, My that, car that, had that, broken down. Actually, Yo, who the fuck I, hasn't that happened to? I, but for that, real. I, that's actually in there because that week or something, I yeah. think, like, your car had broken down. Yeah. He had just gotten that car. He had just yeah. gotten that car. Didn't even have it a year. It broke down so bad. I, I mean, I couldn't. Fix it, so I basically just had to go buy a car, get into more debt, and yeah. it's just like, ugh. Yeah, the, the whole the whole uh, chorus of that song is like, if you're feeling kind of down, and you're, I know the song. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're about to say, well, the whole chorus of the song is, if, and then you trail off, you don't even know it. Like, wait a second, I'm not I gonna see. edit that out. No, keep it. Keep it. <laughs> Love it. It talks about if you're feeling kind of down and you need somebody around. That's not the lyrics. That's, that's well, okay, hold on. <laughs> yeah, let's keep it in there. It but it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. And we got that's it. the whole point. It's going to be all right. <laughs> Whatever the fuck is happening is going to be all right. If we get the it. lyrics, it's going to be all right. That's the next part of the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
But yeah, man, it's it's that's that's one thousand percent true, man. It's a, we never know what what somebody's dealing with. We never know. Do we all? Well, you've been raw the too. whole time, dude. Yeah, dude. like you, and you'll Dude. play any stage. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. if they're gonna get you there, like, we just, all need some positivity in life. And like, we had some other homies in here the other day, and they're some Texas hardcore. Uh, Word is bond. Oh yeah, yeah. And so we had him in here, and like, we we're talking about how like the hardcore scene was all about. Well, one of the things I liked well, about it was all about like the unity and like the, oh, yeah. the strength and the picking each other up and the rising up and like the yeah. the supporting and the being there and. And I mean, this kind of goes hand in hand because it's like we all need some positivity in life. Definitely. Um, and I think we could, we come from you know, West and I come from that era of like uh, new metal and like uh, New York hardcore like blend. Yeah. And, and which made the because com- both of them were community like. <laughs> You had the fans. You had the no, for teams, sure, for sure. And it was that new genre that formed into a million things after. It's all the now. fucking freaks and the weirdos that get together, and that's what we all are. And, you know and, what and, I mean? And, and, Same and, way. You know, and, and there were and, and there were people so in tuned with the local scene that you know you had the uh, uh, the maggot crew. Yeah. You know and oh and, shit. And, you know and I forgot about that. You know, <laughs> as you know and you know and and you knew that that crew actually got bigger. As you know, they kind of were more visible at shows, and yeah, but they played here all the time. Yeah, Slipknot played here. Oh yeah, dude, they're yeah. like at every every. I, um, I saw them five times. Yeah, at like a, at the Sunken Garden. You know, I, I saw, saw them live. Oz Fest '99, the House Rodeo. Uh, Shit, yeah, that's awesome. You saw them way more than me. I saw them at no, no, they never played Sunset. But I mean, Sunset had a bunch of bands. Oh, I knew yeah, Slipknot yeah. that still had shows. Dude, I, saw, dude, I, saw I saw Slayer and there. there. Yeah. Oh, it's Sunset. Yeah. yeah, I saw some. <laughs> I don't know how many times I saw Slayer and Hatebreed together. There, they toured so <laughs> yeah, many yeah, times yeah, that yeah, those yeah. they did those Jaeger tours and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they did so See, that, many together. That that's what it was. Jaeger had a lot of big big influence, even in Soundy Underground when I was on there. Yeah, no, that, for sure. They had the tent everywhere. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, Brotherhood was a Jaeger band. There for, you go. Yeah, like, for a while. That's right. Were you a part of a Brotherhood? No, right? No, nah, because like once uh, once Seven it's Bounce like, disbanded, we yeah pretty that was much, right after Brotherhood. Yeah, we I mean uh, we, we, uh, doing Naos. We, we ended up doing Naos, and yeah. then Rod started. Uh, he started Course of Faith first, and then ended oh, yeah. up uh, starting Brotherhood. Dude. Was that all like, cali- like catacombs? Like, uh, like no, it shit? was more of just White Rabbit because I think Course of Faith. He had Dave, uh, who is actually playing guitar with Bleed the Sky, right now. I remember, uh, I remember I, some I, of these names. I can't remember his last name, but Dave. Uh, he was oh, in Protein yeah, yeah. Shake, mm-hmm. uh, and so they got together and did Brotherhood or Course of Faith. Then I think it ended up into Brotherhood, yeah. and you know. Cool, cool stuff, you know. Yeah, no, for the sure. city, man. The yeah. city has a, a lot of gems. Well, San Antonio's and... always kind of been known as the fucking medical metal capital. Medical? Like, <laughs> no, 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 no the, the metal capital. Oh yeah, the um, metal capital of the world. I think that's what, right? The, yeah, the, the, no, the, the world, right? That's and like again, I keep hating to bring up my brother, but like he knows about this a lot. But a lot of it has to do with Joe Anthony from a long time ago, back oh, in yeah. the day. Oh yeah, yeah, you're talking Kiss days right there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I mean, we've always been known as like the metal capital. Like, oh yeah, dude, like, I mean, like you have San Antonio has been metal to the fucking bone it. since day one. We didn't know that guy. We were just going to shows and saying, no, no, no. that person looks like we should talk. To well, him. no, but I'm <laughs> saying all this is happening because we're talking about metal and local, but yeah. San. 
Antonio's always been. I mean, I'm not saying we're the only one. I'm sure there's medical metal. No, every city's uh, the same everywhere. Book, but let's just say we're the only one. Yeah, yeah no, fuck, man, fuck yeah. it. No, we, we might not be the only one. But fuck everyone. San Antonio's the coolest. We're, no, fuck we, it. We all know that. You know, there's some nights that you know those cities just. Damn, that was the fucking best show that I've ever had. Oh, and, yeah. and and it's like the the kids were like, "Oh my god, you you did this for me." Yeah, mm-hmm. dude. And then you're like, "I was here to, you know, the fucking yeah. give you a hug." Yeah, mm-hmm. dude, no, you yeah. Know? That's 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 what it's about. The reason man. why we all do it, man. Just uh, you know, like obviously we love playing music and everything, but um the biggest thing that I love about playing the heroin is just um the uplifting factor, man. Like, like I, 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 so many times we'll hear people like come to us like, dude, I was having such a shit day today, and like I knew you guys were playing, so I came out because I wanted to feel good, and I'm like, dude, that's awesome. And then, and then I hear other things like, man, we'll play other states, and I'm like, dude, I was having such a shit day today, and I just happened to walk into this bar, and you guys are playing here tonight, and it fucking turned my day around. I'm like, dude, that's fucking awesome. Let's have a drink together. You know, let's hang out. And that's Let's talk. there it is, man. And yeah, and, and that right there is why like. In my heart, in my soul, why I still love this to this day. Because, yeah. uh, like, the week or, wait, uh, Thursday before our show started, I ended up, like, doing something to my rotator cuff. And we were rehearsing, and our guitar player was like, man, are you sure you want to play? Right. I'm like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea when we're not going to play again. So this I'm is my therapy. Sure I'm missing you know, the like, Dude, my show. Yeah. My homies in Silent Minority came over. Well, you guys were oh, playing yeah, with yeah, them, yeah, Rick. Yeah. We, yeah, we Rick had them. a broken thumb. Yeah. Or oh, broken shit, broken right. hand or some yeah. shit. Yeah. And he was like, fuck this. I'm still playing the show. Yeah. We're still doing it. I think it was the show with you guys, actually. Yeah, uh, yeah, so he was here. They were here the weekend before that show. Okay. Or the week of or something like that. Um yeah, he came over in a cast and he was like, yeah, I'm trying to get it better so I can play my show. And damn, dude, you're going to play still? Because I was like, why don't you guys just let Aaron like be a one guitar band for one night yeah. or get somebody yeah. to play? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I, that's not I, um, nah, I nah, nah we're still doing it. And I'm like, fuck yes, dude. That's badass. I played, I played, I played both of those shows in a sling. Just to keep my shoulder together, because I'm like, yeah, he had a sling under his shirt, just like kind of holding <laughs> like, him in place I'm like, here. Shoot, man. I'm not, I'm not missing this yeah. this weekend. So you are talking about what you love about playing in the heroin. What do you don't like about playing in the heroin? <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about some of the bad stuff too. Fuck it, man, you know, like uh, as as far as like bad things, or not like, necessarily as, the heroin, just yeah. playing music in a band. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. I we don't have to specify the heroin. Yeah, that's just in general. What do you like? Like what is? Some of the could, like, give me the worst the, thing the, about the, being in a on tour. The uh, oh. Bermuda Triangle, fucking on St. Mary's Strip. Everybody's stealing each other's. You know, I mean, they still gear though. Oh, like, dude, oh, it's shit. the Bermuda Triangle. God. That's Paper Tiger, and, and I feel and, like I'd rip somebody's well, eyes out if my gear got stolen. You can ask dude, Johnny. Yeah. Like for the longest time, I used to get after everybody. It's like, look, whenever we're done, just get your stuff. Take it straight to the trailer. Yeah. I will put everything in the trailer That's myself. That's the thing he hates the most. About. It's like, just get Delete it out there. You don't want to hear <laughs> somebody got something t- taken. Because, but what uh, if the trailer gets taken, It's man? for... It, no, no, no. It's That's for, if you don't it's for it. that reason, good, because I'm like, dude, let's get our stuff in the trailer, locked up, so we don't have to worry about anything yep. at the end of the night. That and also, eat. before we get all, you know... <laughs> saucy. And then, yeah, forget something. Saucy. Like, like I, I've done probably a couple different towns. We had to drive back to the yeah, next we do the Yeah, uh, we do the idiot sweep to make sure nothing is still left in <laughs> yeah, the yeah. in the bar, the club. After we, after we loaded the trailer, it's getting ready to close it. All right, who did an idiot sweep? We're like, 
right, but that's what you guys we'll worked for. Or, you know, or like, you know what? My favorite was in <laughs> it's like I would have the trailer loaded up, and then he, John, be like, "Hey, <laughs> oh man, dude, I left my phone in the." In my uh, drum case, every single time, dude. I'm like, and it's in the middle uh, of the trailer. Oh, <laughs> get it tomorrow, <laughs> motherfucker, dude, dude. So many times, well, like, and it's been like to the point where we're literally, I'm right there with him, pushing and helping push the gear in, and then we get there and we load it up. I'm like, cool, man. And I go to reach for my phone. I'm like, fuck, uh, Wes, <laughs> like, you're gonna hit me, man. He's like, you couldn't climb like over it, and just like, maybe what? pull it out. Well, it's in a well, it's in a locked box. Yeah, I got a, I got a it's a rolling case, case that's mine, locked. Yeah. So we have. Well, so it. you load the trailer. You haven't figured out a method. So when he figures, when he forgets it, you can be like, well, oh, don't worry about it. I got you. I've dude. gotten progressively better. <laughs> yeah. well, but don't worry about it. I figured it out. I got well, you, dude. We're just gonna well, climb over here and reach. Your, have, like Greg said, reach my hand. <laughs> we actually got to the point where I'm like. Johnny, you got your phone? He's like, <laughs> yeah. Man, man, let me that's just, part before. of the idiot suite, yeah. though. Yeah, there you go. yeah that's, that's the before checklist. Because, like, yeah. where where that case goes actually helps balance the weight in the trailer. Well, of course. So it has to go in that way. So I'm like... Good. It usually goes right, right after the cab. So There's a method to it. And I like how you're the one that does it. Because if it's not done right, then it's... it's. Oh, mm-hmm. so many times whenever Wes... Like, if we're playing, like, a local show and Wes has to leave early or stuff like that, um, we'll... Guys, everything won't fit. How do we get here? (laughs) I'll watch him and I know how it generally goes. But whenever it's not me, both me and Wes have to leave there. And like the guys will probably never admit to this. But they fucking love that trailer so horrible, dude. It's like, what happened here? So that's one of the things I guess we could say that sucks about being in a band. Or maybe maybe that one could be specific to the heroin. But we don't have to say so. It's okay. Right. Or... You know, you're you're driving through the night, you go and get gas and you gas up, you kinda of do your stretch and you're like, Okay. <laughs> get in the van, start it up, and then you hear somebody, Hey man, I gotta go to the bathroom. What the fuck? Dude, I've been here thirty minutes. <laughs> thirty minutes, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely <laughs> guilty of that like a lot. Like <laughs> that one's geared to me. <laughs> Dude, it is I so hard so to get Five people synced up to pee at the same time to say, "Okay, this is our stop. We gotta pee." I mean, normally, what the hell, dude? It's so hard. Normally, at that point, it's like between four and six in the morning because <laughs> we just drive straight from the venue to the next show. He broke it down on all the way to there. Dude. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. I know. That's exactly. I know right. that, dude. It's like funny, you think like dude. the bar closes at two, right? Yep. And we load up, and by we, that we time they they gotta go. That kind of stuff. <laughs> so, yeah. The bar closes at two, but y'all don't just take off after. The show, um, yeah. t- uh, well, well, if, if if given, if there's not like people there wanting to yeah. hang out and whatever, typically we'll, we'll hang out to the end. There's only been a couple times where we headed out like early on. Um, I'm too old for that, that shit. I can't do that anymore. Bro, I'm like, that, that, I'd be like, rough, it's dude. ten o'clock. Can I go to sleep yet? Can we play earlier? Fuck it. Just let's let, let us play earlier. It's okay. Bro, when we <laughs> go on tour and it's like eleven o'clock and we're sitting there just waiting to play. I'm like. I'm fucking tired. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't do that shit anymore. And then the next part is eating, you know, Mm -hmm. the budgeting of eating. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, so I've always heard it was fucking gyms and potato chips and bullshit, but ramen, whatever. Yeah. Like you can get, you know, six dollars. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They had the fucking dollar. Like you had a meal for each member. So that meant and then you kept them in the budget of twenty dollars for fucking five guys. guys, Well, normally, normally we just like. Well, like, okay, man, just budget enough 
to feed yourself. And then every once in a while, we'll have like a band buyout and yeah. eat like at a Denny's or something. There you yeah, go. We'll have a nice meal <laughs> or something like that. But That's also, what too. Happened, you know, like the. the... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> sometimes also you have a band buyout, yeah, sometimes yeah. you have a band blowout, whatever. <laughs> it's all the same. <laughs> you can't talk about it. You don't talk about that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! Some good ones in this well, one. Well, I mean, these are the perfect examples of like right, oh, right, like, right. No, I get, like, it, oh, I get okay, it. I get my, it. My diet is not where it needs to be. Oh, like, right. fuck, but man. you're hitting the shows. You're, you know, doing what they they ask, and mm-hmm. you know, you're. That's why you're. You're where you are, you know. Yeah, then there's you know. Yeah, dude. I mean, and also too on tour, like sometimes we'll hit up a Walmart <laughs> and buy like groceries. Yeah, yeah, have a, have a, have a place to kind of do something. Go to a park and, and, and cook like some that. steaks so once yeah. in a while, you know. And Yeah, that's basically what we do. Man. Mm-hmm. Some, bar- some rest area. area barbecue pits. Oh, we have, we never really never done that? that? No. Oh, no, dude, no, like, I would. Normally. It takes a while, though. That's a long stop. That, that, that's the thing. Like, that's, that's a long that's stop. That's more of a, like, a get out. Like, you well, got a day off. That's a long yeah. stop, I guess, I've if you're on the road. I've actually threatened people, like, do not stop at a rest stop. If you have to stop, go <laughs> to a so truck stop. stop yep. So that yeah. everybody can get out, get a coffee, you know, yeah. you know, do the three S's as much as you can. Oh, dude, some of my favorite places to stop at are truck stops that have a diner. Because then it's open. Well, some and, of the food's like, really good there, though. Dude, it is, yeah. Some of these but diners and shit are just, bomb, I just, dude. I just love, I love coffee. Roadside cafes so, like, and I'll shit. Just go in there. If it's 6 in the morning, I'll go in there and I'll just, like, if I'm watching Netflix or whatever I'm watching at the time or listening to something, I'll just sit there and plug my phone in and I'm just, like, there. I'm going to get some coffee and I might have some pancakes. Dude, make some like, heroin dude. coffee, dude. For <laughs> <laughs> real, no, dude. dude that'd be fucking awesome. coffee, That's a heroin? good... That, well, because, like, okay, everyone loves heroin. We're yeah. fucking caffeine's addictive and people can't wake up without <laughs> their coffee. Just market it like a heroin, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's spelled oh, different, but just market it like and, that. You're good. The other thing I, I have to mention about not liking about touring is, like, normally, like... I drive from the time we leave the club. Well, first, Linwood goes and finds a bank to deposit the money. And then he'll find a place to gas up. And then that's where we switch over and I start driving. Which usually takes about an hour, 45, 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So so from 3 to about 10 is where I'm driving. And then I lay down to go to sleep. (laughs) <laughs> and, and then, like thirty, forty-five minutes later, I'm hungry, man. And then I feel because well, everyone's getting up. I f- yeah, I, yeah, I feel it's the like man motherfuckers. I've been driving. Are you kidding? Yeah, I just drove seven fucking. I'm hours hungry too, but I'm fucking tired. Two hours of sleep. Come on, they were, they were out, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah well, like enough. I said, you're hungry too, but you're tired. Like fuck. I always tell them that's when I love them best because they're all I, well, I always love those drives, dude, because the, those were the you know the moments when you can see and when you can uh, reminisce on the Looney Tunes, like when you saw Roadrunner and Coyote in in fucking Utah, dude. <laughs> you saw the purple, you saw the blue, you oh, saw these. Dude. Like, Sorry, I don't. I don't I'll, well, keep keep going, and I'll remember this. But that, I mean, that's that. Like, that's what I mean. Like, you saw these moments in reality um, from touring, and and, and like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and taking your brand out there, like, <laughs> you know, and, to, and seeing those actual moments. There, there was this one time. Speaking of Utah, uh, Johnny, which normally he stays in the back in 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 his bunk, but but this time he wanted to sit up front. And he's like, he he was asking me, like, hey, man, what are y'all guys driving? Hold you, on, this is a Sprinter van. A okay, okay. Van. 
And so okay. he so was we, asking me. We got it out the whole thing and we, we built bunks in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Was, he was asking me what I wanted to listen to. And I'm like, man, well, let's listen to some comedy. <laughs> <laughs> and so. Which was we great to listen to if you're doing drives. We were listening yes. to several comedians at the time. Well, then he puts on Doug Stanhope. Yeah, and I don't funny, know, funny guy. I don't know which one it was, but it was funny all the way through. And then he talks about this dream or bad trip or something. At the end of his set. And, and it, it, this goes on for like 12, 12 you know, minutes. You know how people talk about going blue? This guy went like blue plaid. Huh. I mean, and <laughs> and after it was done, me and Johnny are just sitting there not saying anything. And we're like, that was kind of weird, wasn't it? He was like, <laughs> he goes, yeah, I, I didn't want to. I go, I wanted to turn it off, but I didn't know if you were still listening to it. Or not. <laughs> the, the context of that, it was like, he, it was so weird. Everything he said was so funny. He's such a good comedian. And then at the end, like, it talked about, like, I don't. Like, we, like we were driving, so like I didn't just at one point like I didn't know what happened, and then I clicked back to remembering, and he's talking about like a football player, but you just like you force him down and you force yourself inside him. Like, what the fuck? I thought we were listening to a comedy act. Like, what this guy's talking about raping a football player? Like, what the fuck is going <laughs> yeah. on? And then like the whole thing was like a lucid dream, and I was just like, that was really weird, right? But, but like it ends and we're quiet. And I was like, that was kind of weird, right? He's like, "Yeah." <laughs> I, was like, oh, shit, I was like, "Yeah, sorry, man. I didn't, I didn't know like if you were listening or not." I was like, What's going on? I didn't, I didn't know if you were listening to that either. Like, okay. It was, well, that, that, it that used so to be strange. coast to coast. The mm-hmm. alien stories. Oh, they dude, were... I still listen to that from yeah. time to time, man. Going mm-hmm. home, that was the travel stuff for us. So, like, oh, yeah. hearing those. Uh, well, one day. You know, there was a saucer that came into this city, and, and it was and like the guy. The way the guy the guy talked was fucking. Wasn't that like on the Antel Hunters? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yep. But it was everywhere. So when you drove, you were always connected. Yeah, you had that, it everywhere. Yeah, that's how like it was AM. So you yeah. picked it up everywhere you go. Everywhere, dude. And, and you're you're in deserts. You're in. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't get anything but that. <laughs> the worst is seeing a storm. Far away, get closer, you oh, know, yeah. while you're driving, and then yeah. you have to pull over, and there's a step. Yeah, that's, we've been in some we, pretty rough storms. Yeah, we, uh, we're driving through Wyoming, and it was like almost two in the morning, and the snow was just blinding. I mean, it looked like dust just just going over the road, and I was I, I kept looking at the the temperature gauge on the on the van. And it was like three below zero, and I'm like, man, if I can just make it to Jackson, we'll, you know, we'll be okay. How far was Jackson? It was about eighty miles away. And oh, that's about an hour. Yeah. Yeah, and and I I, I couldn't drive the speed limit because the roads were so icy, but I was just like, man, the weather's just so bad, and I came up came upon a, a a rest stop, which you know already kind of annoyed me, but then the fact that when I pulled over. You know, it's seven below zero, and I'm like, guys, we're gonna have to bundle up. It's gonna be really cold tonight. <laughs> Did <laughs> and, you have the van on and everything still? Uh, well, that particular van, you you you, you, <laughs> you can couldn't. you can leave on, but you have to keep the speedometer at a certain speed because if so not, that- then then it ruins your it, it does something to your diesel engine, and so we could never get it right, and we're like. Uh, bundle up, stick it and out, so, guys. Tough it and out. So I mean, we we already kind of planned for cold weather, but uh, that was like the first time I rolled myself up like a Rolando's burrito, and <laughs> I mean, the only thing sticking out of my 
my sleeping bag was just this part of my nose, and man, that was just so, so you could breathe, cold. Yeah. just your nostrils, so you could breathe. I mm-hmm. and then it hurts because it's so cold too. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. But yeah, good times, good times. Well, there was also that one time we we're like doing, I think, the Pacific Northwest, and like it was like thirteen degrees, and the the vehicle that we had, like I talked about, my bunk was in the back. Dude, I, I we're from Texas. We can't handle oh, that yeah. shit. Dude, no. If, if <laughs> the cold, fuck, bro? shut down at 30 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> our, our city will shut down at 30 degrees. Take off another 20. It's like, fuck that. Oh, no, we're fuck a no. <laughs> but we, God don't, we don't need about snow oh, tires God. or nothing. Like, we don't put no. snow tires over here. No, no. no yeah, yeah. yeah we got chains we, and shit. Yeah, no, no. We don't know anything about that. We bought snow tires for tour. We and have the, to, I would assume. We should have saw the first us trying to put our tires on. I think like somebody <coughs> saw us at the gas station and came and helped us right the first time. <laughs> yeah, because like he, it was probably we we're like either no. he saw the sign, the Texas well, sign on our plate, or well, that was when we had the blowout on. We the just trailer. felt bad for you guys. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was in Kentucky, and uh, he's like John said. We you know we were trying to figure out how to get the trailer up because our jack yeah. was just for like. A smaller vehicle, and it just so happened that the guy that pulled up, his son was like a BMX dirt biker, and they had all the tools, yeah, yeah. and you know the impact wrenches and everything. We were like, oh my god, thank you so much. What are the you odds? Know, Dude, gave, yeah, no. you know that's also the cool thing about the, the road is that you meet a lot of pretty cool people that'll help you out, and yeah. like just just to, just to do it. Like they're, 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 they're uh, road travelers as well. Shit happens, yeah. man. And we get and there like, and we hey, make I got, it make I got, work. I got something mm-hmm. I can help you out. Let's That's do it. fucking cool, dude. <laughs> yeah. What are the odds? That's all right. <laughs> That's gnarly, man. Yeah. Very cool, man. Um, what's uh? I'm just gonna kind of shoot the shit for a second. What's like in? I want to hear like from each one of you. Your favorite person that you've shared a stage with? Shared the stage with favorite artist. Dude, they were some big stuff. I know, that's what I want to hear. They are y'all been some big shows. So like personally, I I don't care like as a band what did best, whatever. Like y'all said earlier, like, oh we can't fanboy over this. Yeah. Well was there anyone who you almost couldn't pass up or you're just like who stuck out? Man, let's hear to tell you the truth, for me, is there another local band out of Seattle? Uh known as well, when we when we first started doing shows with them, they were known as the Spitting Cobras, and uh, the guitar player with the Spitting Cobras was actually at one time uh, the the touring guitarist for KMFDM. So okay, they were, yeah. so they were a very legit band, yeah. and every time we would Amazing do a show with them, player. when they got off the stage, you were like, "We better be." A hundred percent on our game. How are we they, topping that? Yeah, they put, they, they they put everything forward. And it's like you better match up what they did, and just sharing the stage with them is just—it's so much fun because, like, you know, <coughs> not only are they local like you, but you know they also push you to be better when it's your turn. To exactly. Play. And and you know, one of the things that I love about playing too is like. You know, the friendly competition part of it, where it's like, oh, y'all just kicked ass? Dude, it's our turn. Yep. Watch this. Yeah. And we're going to have a blast. Yep. We help each other mm-hmm. like, every yeah. time. And So met, what are they known as now? You said they were known as uh, then called, Spitting Covers. They're called Detonator now. Okay. Great fucking and, name. Um, I love that name for a band. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> cool. We, we met them playing the Guitar Center You Can Make Rock History. 
in Hollywood. Yeah, back in 08. In 08. Yeah. And uh, that morning of the show, I go downstairs and all the other bands are kind of like hanging out in the hotel lobby and nobody's talking to each other. Is that the because, Tommy Lee one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that, that's when we did the Molly Crew thing. Yes. Yeah. And um, it, it was a comp- I, I had was... mentioned that to him. To explain, like, what happened there. So, like, you, so you were on a, um, an American Idol, not American Idol, but... Yeah, it was basically yeah, like, like an American Center. Idol competition, yeah. but it was Guitar Center, Gibson, Ernie Ball, and Motley Crew. And the <laughs> winners of... The competition and Motley Crue, and the winners of the competition got to got a record deal. Went on tour with Motley Crue, the works, right? And it was like thirty thousand bands entered this thing Fuck. all over the U.S. Dude, yes, and Fuck. they picked thirty nine, twenty, twenty. How many? Thirty nine. They picked thirty nine, like finalers. Yeah, and I remember when Wes came to practice and told us, he's like, "Hey, there's this competition going on with Motley Crue," and uh, he's like. I just went ahead and put our name in it, and yep. we'll see what happens. You applied. We, we did nothing. We did nothing. To, like we're not not nothing, but we did minimal because it was an online competition. And I was like, all right, well, it's so hard to win those online things. You got to be extremely present. So we kind of just went about our day, and we forgot we did it. Yeah. And then we got a <laughs> email, right? Yeah. From the competition saying like, you guys made it to the final thirty nine. Wow. Um, we're going to fly you guys out to L.A. and um, to, to finish the rest of the competition. And we're like, oh, shit. And I was like, is that real? I was like, wait a minute. we got to buy our own tickets in, right? And they're like, no, they're going to buy our tickets for us to need our information like tonight. And I'm like, they're going to buy our tickets for us, fly us to L.A. to play a competition. We're like, like yeah, wow. that's what they're saying. And I was like, I'll believe it when I see it. And I was like, but here's my shit, right? Like, here's, yeah, here's yeah. My, here's my information. And like. Because we're just apprehensive the whole time because it just sounds so fake, right? Oh, it's too good to be true surreal. kind of yeah. shit, yeah. And it was 100% legit, dude. Yeah. Like, they wow. threw us out there. They put us up in a hotel. We played. It was the most. It was probably the most nerve-wracking I ever played a show yeah. ever. We played one song, right? Mm-hmm. We played one song in we front played. of a panel of judges in a room that was quiet. Like, if we said nothing right now, that's how about how quiet that room was. Uh-huh. When we walked on stage with our guitars and set the drums up to play who was the panel of judges? Was yeah, it was it anybody? Tommy um, Lee loved them, dude. <laughs> the, um, the, well, the first panel of judges was um, the singer from Six AM. Yeah, that's and I okay, that's Nikki Six. Yeah, ben. I do not remember the other like two or three people there. Yeah, but like to to put it shortly, man, like we we played that and we killed it. We killed it, man. Like. Um, the dude that was the judges that were there, they stood up, they were cheering for us, man. Like, fuck like, it yeah, felt fucking dude. great. And like, we fucking killed what songs it. you play? We played our song Playing for Keeps. Playing for Keeps. Okay. And we actually yeah. turned that one song into a performance because we had an intro, the song, and then an outro. Yeah. And we just kind of made it like a set. Yeah. And did you record it was, that? Like, wow, that's like actually that kind of smart, man. No, we no, there's no. actual video of it too. <laughs> there's, there's video of us playing the the final, the final, the final, the, the final six bands that got chosen. The finals of the yeah. finals, kind of. Yeah. thing. Yeah, and um, we're playing at the Whiskey A Go Go. There is footage. It's on YouTube. I think. Mm-hmm. I think it might even be under our, our page. Um, that's cool, dude. But us playing at the Rocks, so, at the Whiskey at the Whiskey in front of Bonnie Crew, and that's when we met Wally Crew, and, that, uh, and that's when we met. Tommy Lee and he was just like you guys are badass dude and you know that was really fucking cool. <laughs> well yeah dude. Yeah. Okay hold on. Yeah. I'm a drummer you're a drummer. Yeah. Tommy's a drummer. Yeah. How fucking cool was it? Dude it was, <laughs> it, was, it, was it was really fucking cool man. Like, yes. Like it, it, meeting those dudes 
it was really fucking cool, man. And like by far, coolest members of Molly Crew, Tommy Lee and Mick Mars. Like, because um, we met them, we yeah. met them before the show, and we got to shake their hands and talk to them. And like met Nicky Six, and he was like, "Nice to meet you," you know. And then Vince, you know, "Nice to meet you." Uh, met Tommy. Tommy was like, "Dude, nice to meet you, man." He was, he was, he was like interactive with us, you know. What I mean? Right. He talked to us. He was. It was more than just like cool, you know. More than you know. a force thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like he actually showed he, interest, whether if it was in you or you as a person. Exactly. He dude. showed somewhat of an interest, other than like I'm here. I have to be a nice to meet you. Hello. Exactly, man. And he asked. He was talking to us as a band. He was just like, "He's like, where are you guys from? We're like, we're from Texas, man." And and then we met Mick Mars, and Mick Mars was super fucking cool. And I remember, like, one thing that I thought was awesome, because if you don't make anything about Mars, he has that bone disorder. Yeah. Disease. yeah. And, like... I, well, what year was this, did you say? 2008. Okay. Okay. And so, um, as we were leaving, the, you know, the, the people... He was, the, he the was, people it was quick. This is... I'm real bad on time, but when they came back... Yeah. He was not in good shape. No, no, oh. no. Oh, yeah. uh, I patted him on the back, and he wears this, um, this thing, like, this frame... Yeah. That... All under his jacket that kind of helps him stand up. Makes him straight and, and like, shit I felt a bit. It was so weird. It was like this solid like frame metal thing. I don't wow. know if it's metal or what it's made out of, but I remember feeling it because like, I was like, oh, dude, yeah, nice to meet you, man. Wow, that's horrible. And, but like... Um, the, thing well, that, the thing that we're all going to like... No offense to, to, to McMars or nothing, yeah. but like to think that like we're all going to probably be at that point at some point. Dude, no, whatever. I mean, bodies break down, dude. Yeah, 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 for sure. That's fucking you, right? wild, bro. <laughs> yeah. But um I haven't lived my life like I was in Motley Crue, so I don't know if I'll get to that <laughs> point. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but one of the coolest things like I said about Big Mars man is that we with the, the people were it was a quick thing, you know, because there were six of us, six bands that were there and we were all meeting them, so it was like a lot of time that you got to beat Molly Crew and you know, so the people were like, all right, let's get going, let's get going. And our guitar player uh Derek um, was like uh, meeting Mix Mars. We all got to shake his hands, but uh, wow. he didn't get to shake Mix Mars' hand. And he started walking, and Mick Mars like turned his like, oh hey man, and like reached over like to shake his hand. And yeah. I thought that was Derek a lot. Hand. Just be- yeah, Derek's hand. He I made it a point a to make sure and do it, even he though saw like him. He, yeah. saw him. Exactly, he saw him. He saw that. He's like, hey, I shook everybody's hand, but this dude's that's oh, fucking that's badass, that's dude. Like, oh, I imagine man, for Mick Mars. Like, so me and Greg talk about this shit a lot. Like these people we admire, right? Like yeah, a long, long time. So like I didn't know that about him, and that's that's kind of so. So we admire these people like Motley Cruz and Judas Priest that you brought up earlier. Yeah, and. I was talking to Greg about it earlier, and it's like, dude, when it all boils down to it, their shit smells like shit. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's really cool when they when you see somebody that's at that status. Yeah. That can still Still be reminds real. you, yeah, real. Yeah. my farts stink, too. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'm, I'm right here with you. Like, hey, I'm feeling bad. It's going to be all right. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you like that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You like that one? All right. Can, can we put that in the in the next live version and give it a shout out? And say, yeah, all right, cool. All right, all right. Just say yes. Just say yes. Okay, cool. Definitely. All right. That's all I need to hear. Okay, John, your turn. Oh, yeah. Favorite uh, favorite on stage experience. Yeah, dude. Favorite people. person you shared a stage with. So, like, I fuck. Mean, we, there, I, there's, there's, obviously, there's so many. Right? We, we played a, a shitload of shows. And, like, I but you're personal. My personal, man. There's probably like a couple. But one of my most favorite, I'll say, like uh, Clutch. Like, no. like sharing the stage no. with Clutch, man. Like um, those... The, uh, uh, their drummer JP man, he is one of my most favorite drummers. He is so good, 
And we did a string of shows with them. I think it was like, what, three? Right? Or two? Yeah, two what three? year? Um, 12? No, no, 14? No, no, no. Dave, Dave was with us at the time, so it would have been 2014. Okay, somewhere around there, right? Yeah. Um, I did a, a Sound Jay Underground, and they were the, they were on uh, they were on there. Yeah, I was just doing merch though. Oh, that's fucking cool, man! So I saw them every day. Dude, they're they're fucking they great, are man. Great life. When we, when we loaded into that tour, uh, loaded into that show, the first day that we did the tour, and that, <laughs> that whole tour that we did was packed because I remember we played with Clutch. We did three days with Clutch, and then we played like a couple days on our own, and those days were just solid for us. And then I think we did Sturges. Mm-hmm. And then, wow. and then we did a couple days with uh, Pop Evil. That was all the same tour, right? Yeah, dude, they, yeah. they've done oh, they've done a lot of like rock city stuff, man. That's huge. No, I yeah. know, huge, huge yeah. band. So, okay, yeah. who are those bands? Okay, so what's the biggest crowd you played to? Uh, definitely River City, right? Yeah, yeah, right. R- yeah. River City, and then uh, what's that other place that we played? Well, who who was north? the headliner of that? Uh, we we played all the River City Rock Fests here, so we 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 played with Kid Rock. We played with yeah. uh, Guns um, N' Roses. That's Guns really N' cool, Roses. Man. We, we did. Park. We did. Um, so, uh, Lincoln Park. Yeah, let me it's ask one of my you favorite this. ones, man. Because I'm I'm a, I don't care how bad it sounds. I'm Yo, a dude, Park fan. <laughs> I fucking that dude's voice is just like not killer. just Chester because yeah. Lincoln Park's dope, but Chester's fucking something else, dude. He, he I've always loved that dude's voice, like, even when he did that shit yeah. with uh, Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah. Did you hear that? Yeah, it's good, dude. That was it was solid. It was he's really solid, good. Man. He's really he's good. Amazing. So he, when he you guys play voice. these shows, and I can cut this out, I don't care. I can leave it in, whatever you want. Um, do you guys see these artists and interact with them and get to like say hey or you're all talking to them Someone, yes. or Sometimes. is like, it just like oh you know that like that's, I, I that's to, the local bands them. who's playing with us and you maybe yeah. don't interact no, with them you know I, there's only probably one bad experience that we ever had as far as like playing a show I, Ooh, I want to hear this <laughs> who's the but, most uh, fucked up person <laughs> you I'll, I'll, be, I'll be happy to <laughs> put it out of there yeah, I want to yeah. hear it fuck it's, it. it's no problem to me but yeah no Marilyn Manson by far the worst Ooh, yeah. I like that cause I'm a huge Manson fan but I don't but, but no, I, I don't care like, like I like his school at all dude. no I like his music you know what yeah, I mean okay, I don't yeah, give yeah. a fuck about who he he's yeah. a piece of shit I'm sure yeah, I don't know I don't know him. Tell well, me why. What okay. festival? What, what? So we played with him at Sunken Gardens. The, uh, Whoa! Like, yeah, it, it was like one of the Kiss Fall. Fest I was there. Or, yeah, one of one of those shows. I was there. Mm-hmm. It, it was. It, it wasn't necessarily. It was. It was more annoying, and just like kind of like why, yeah. like because we first off we got we had to get there fucking early. Just like every every big show you play, like if you're the opening band, like Loden's two o'clock. And then right. we, and then you wait around, and, you wait around for hours until you get a sound check. <laughs> if you get a sound check, if you get a sound mm-hmm. check. And so this show was just behind, <laughs> and it had nothing to do with Kiss. It had nothing to do with Sun Gardens. It had everything to do with Manson's people. Mm-hmm. They were just like throwing a fit, like it was insane. <laughs> and, and, like, and, um, and what was funny is, is whenever, whenever they showed up, his bus pulled up in the middle of the stage mm-hmm. at Sunken Gardens. And then, like his security, they herded all of us into a corner and told us, told us that we could not take pictures no, of we Manson had to, getting off his bus. We had to face the wall. Phones, dude. They would erase the thing. And we, like, we had to face the wall. Like they, they, it wasn't even a thing. Like where they put us in a corner and just like, okay, just hang out here for a second. And I say, <laughs> everybody, turn around, <laughs> face the wall. I'm like, 
what the fuck? Like, what? What is this? Sixth when, grade? When like, was this? This is around like oh eight, oh nine, oh two, like two thousand ten, something so. like something, that, right? Yeah, right somewhere around there. there, yeah. Something in that era. Yeah, he was yeah. he was doing that show with uh, pretty I, reckless. Uh, I can't I can't think of the his his uh, most noticeable guitarist. His oh, yeah, yeah, um, John Five. No no no, 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 no. The, the, the other guy, the other guy. Um, well, well, he always wears like the the Mickey Twiggy, Mouse ears. Twiggy, Twiggy, Twiggy was playing guitar. Yes, but I think okay, something happened at that show, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Didn't, like he got, collapsed or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. He also broke his guitar, I believe. He like, it was yeah. like he, something happened because yeah. I was I was there here? and I remember this. Yeah, it was here at Sun Gardens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I was there. I remember this. It was it was a crazy sh- it was a crazy and, night, man. And then like once they got the stage set. His stage people came up to us and said, "Wherever you see neon green tape, you cannot go there. Mm-hmm. Do and not this is on the stage. step on this. It goes if you go past this green tape, you're done. Like like straight straight up. It, it wasn't like, hey, try to try. Please don't go this way. And like, we'll be cool. What was there? It, it was like so his, his okay, stage God props. Damn, I wish my brother was in here because he knows Randy Bonillas. Yeah." Like he went to school with them, yeah, like middle, yeah. middle school. Yeah, we shit, were good right? friends with Randy. Yeah, and so we met up with Randy that night, uh-huh. and we were kind of hanging out in that little like that part of the of the oh, yeah, like garden stage, stage left, like yeah, like the, the, the yeah, where like they the would little press area and like I the guess area. yeah. All I know is I used to do the taste in New Orleans, and that's where you can go and wash yeah. your dishes. There's like this big sink kind of like okay, well yeah, yeah. thing there, but it's all concrete outside. Yeah. But before you can go inside to that building behind the state, yeah. but anyways. The, the shit y'all were saying, he was kind of relaying to us. Saying, it, it like, was it was bad. Like that's it was not even a weird all of, show. That's not even all of it. You couldn't go like, pat no pictures. All the shit y'all were saying, I remember all was, this. Um, so they did that. That was I was just like I was like okay, this that's you know whatever. Like okay, cool, it's over with. You know, it was like ten minutes. We had to sit there, and he he took forever to get out of his bus. Which I'm looking like if you're gonna pull the way up there, like get the fuck out of the bus, go to right. your room like right away. Fucking right? diva, no, motherfucker. Fucking waited forever, and then so. We're sitting there, and then so like after I lo- that, I happened, love Manson, but you diva motherfucker. After that happened, man, you still love They him, started dude. throwing out all these towels outside of the room, and like, like just throwing all these towels on the floor. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And I talked to one of the like say chance. He's like, so, uh, apparently it's in his contract to have black towels, and oh, these are only God. white towels. These are white towels. Oh, and God. so like they like people are rushing, they're wheeling in all these black towels, and all these white towels are on the floor, and then like. It didn't even stop there. It was so weird because, like, apparently he went into catering (laughs) and, like, put his hands in the beans so there was no food, like, for everybody to eat. Because it was his his food? It was his beans? Well, the food that was there was was satisfactory to his liking or what? I I have no idea why he did this. God damn. But I remember he, like, they, I I know the chef that was there. And like he put his hands in the beans, he's like because he came to me and told me there was other food there. We had eaten already, so it wasn't like I was I needed that meal. But I went in there to go eat. He's like he's like, hey man, if you want some beans, we don't have any beans. I'm like, oh, oh no worries, man. He's like, yeah. So I'm fuck. a big Manson and then fan. He's like, Maybe fucking he Manson put his hands in the beans. I'm like, what? I'm a big Manson fan. Like, Maybe why did he put his hands in the beans? Maybe he was trying to bless him. Man. <laughs> I don't know. He, he's the he's the he's the priest of Satan. The old yeah. song, "Goddamn Your Righteous Hand." Maybe he was trying to bless the right. beans. But, like, I don't know. The rest, the rest of the night, man, don't like, justify for that. I know. I know. Hey, dude, he's trying to make a bad joke. He's it didn't go over well. Joke. He's nah, making a beat. He's, he's a fucking diva. That's what it is. I don't care. Don't make it right. But I'm just saying. But no, in his prime, in his 
prime, yeah. he put on he a good a, show. He oh, was yeah. in his prime. In his prime, he, he was, was fucking badass. <laughs> he was Fat Manson that night. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I, I think that was our joke from the, from the Yeah, episode. yeah. So I remember, uh, they. I don't know if you remember, but they had that big blow up um, screen yeah. where you could text things and it would show up on the screen. Yeah. And like the whole night I was out there watching Marilyn Manson. People were like, oh man, Marilyn Manson looks fat. And was like, <laughs> oh, fat Manson looks awesome. Fat, at least Fat Manson sounds good. Fat like, Manson. It was all just like Damn, making fun dude, of him. dude, that's fucked up. It's almost so, like Batman, but a little yeah, more. Yeah, well, like, he it, wanted to be Marilyn Monroe and, Mar- you know, yeah, Charles, Charles Manson. Manson yeah. So he got the Fat Manson there you right go. there, dude. Damn, dude. And, but yeah, I mean, like, and you know, fucking I, I don't have nothing against him. He didn't do nothing wrong to me. It was just probably the worst experience we ever had. And that's cool. But that was his show, like, to do to you guys. That yeah. were being on the show, yeah, because he didn't. What? What? I mean, what, he doesn't have to do that. Yeah. Like, there, uh, we've worked with so many bands. Corner, like, like I said, didn't have to like do we, anything. We, we worked with so many bands. We've worked with uh, Hell Yeah. We played with uh, Clutch. We've done tours with. Um, so you, that's uh, what I mean. Did you meet these guys? Did you meet Vinny? I didn't get to meet Vinny, man. And, and like, it, it, that was that was my fault. Any so, of any of the Hell Yeah dudes? What about Tom uh, Maxwell? I, I got to say hi to him uh, when he was passing through the hallway. I said you, hi to him. You, you know Tom from like Nothing yeah. Face and shit, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I got to say hi to him, and then I got to say hi to Chad. Chad. Yeah, Chad was passing through. I, I don't know who else. Honestly, who's wife? the other guy in the band? I don't know. I don't know who the other guy is. Sorry, other guy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, um, I didn't get to meet Vinny, and he was hanging out afterwards in the back, and like that show, I played and my pedal broke. My drum pedal broke. Yeah. And like in the middle of a song and yeah. I switched over to my left pedal. And I remember that show, like I just because I was playing and it was with Eddie Paul, because I'm a huge like Pantera fan. Oh yeah. Um, I was like, I'm gonna bring an extra pedal just in case something fucks up. And I never bring an extra I hardly ever bring an extra pedal. And that show I just happened to bring an extra drum pedal and wow. my fucking plate broke in half. And I've done this like twice to my mm-hmm. bass drum pedals before. And so it just happened on that show. And so we had to play one whole song with just my left foot. Oh, and man. then I switched it out real quick. But like I felt like it was forever because I was fixing my broken equipment. I felt like in front forever. of Vinnie Paul, and I felt it was exactly yeah. in front of Vinnie Paul. Was so he was there? Like, what did you see him there watching you, not, or you don't I did even not know? See him? I don't. Doesn't even, even matter. Know. Yeah, but like just, he was probably just the fact that he, he was probably, in the same room. Yeah. You know, and maybe yeah. he did come see us. Maybe he didn't. But like it was the fact, and I was like kind of sulking. He probably after the did, show. dude. I would like to think that I he think did. he did, man. From all the stories I've heard about that dude, he's fucking super cool. With you guys being Texas, dude. A lot. I would like to think. That he probably at least play. at some point like was like, like the, oh, the, guys, the guys from Clutch like the singer and the drummer. I remember we were playing with them at in Dallas at the House of Blues, and like I was playing and we we're doing it and everything. And then I look over and like I see the drummer from Clutch and and, and the singer from Clutch just going over like that. And I'm like, little bobbing their head. Oh and shit. shit, dude! And like, I was like, and I almost messed up the song because I was just like, fuck. I was like, oh fuck, dude! Like, that's drop a stick real there. quick or something. <laughs> and then like another. Well, actually, I gotta talk about this one. The other, my other favorite one, and the other—it's a favorite bad one. And okay, like, a, a twofer. Um, <laughs> was our last time we played Sturgis? Uh, we played with Red Fang, and okay. those dudes are fucking cool as shit. Uh, halfway through the set, like I was motioning over because I knocked over my beers, and I was motioning over to, to our our uh, merch guy that was with us, and like, oh, actually, no, our tour manager that was with us, and um, I was like, has it? more beer needs more beer but he was like fixating on something else and so i couldn't get his attention and so the drummer from red fang uh i guess saw me and brought me some of his beers he was, oh, he was like cool. he came over and put like four like um Budweiser's like right next to my kit and i was like he was like 
I was like, dude, fuck yeah, cool, man. And like right before the set happened, Serge just had this giant fucking storm roll through and it rained on everybody's equipment and we all had to dry our equipment. It was insane. Both my drum set and the drummer from Red Fang's kit got like thrashed. But like luckily they got plastic over it, so it was slightly okay, but everything was wet. It was crazy. But um so we ended up hanging out with the dudes from Red Fang afterwards in their in their trailer and um they had a bunch of pizza. They had a bunch of fucking beer. So we're just there drinking with them, eating pizza. Super cool fucking dudes. I, I love those guys. But then we were playing. The headliner that night was Volbeat. Okay. And, like, Volbeat. Like, I didn't really – I don't really care that much for Volbeat. And, like, uh, it was another situation where we were all hanging out outside because they were smoking cigarettes and we were drinking beer and everything. And, like, the backstage area at Sturgis is huge. It's outside. So it's huge. Like, mm-hmm. we're talking about, like, maybe 10-foot aisles to the stage. <laughs> they come to us and they're like, everybody get towards the wall. Get towards the wall. And I'm like, okay, what's going on? Shit. <laughs> and that <laughs> fucking police here or what? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Hey, we're from the hood. What do you mean? <laughs> huh? What's going on here? The part, the part that was funny <laughs> is there was nobody backstage except for us. Dude, <laughs> yeah, there wasn't the a crowd. Y'all want from us, there wasn't dude. a crowd. There wasn't like a billion people to walk through, but they're like walking in with flashlights and shit. Like, like get to the wall, get to the wall, get to the wall. I'm like, oh, fuck, what happened? <laughs> so we move and they're like, they start bringing them in there and they're like, make room, make room, make room. Volby coming through. And I'm just like, what? Like, <laughs> fuck that, dude. I'm not. Like, what I'm not, the fuck is going on? You right know what now? sucks about me? And I tell the Greg this shit all the time. I'm that fucking Nessio who will be like, fuck that. I'll turn around and put, like, I don't know. I'll do something. Tony, you get to the wall. I'll be like, fuck that. Like, I would say something. Like, I'm, <laughs> Bro, I'm I, that hard ass, that Nessio that would try to be stupid. But the, like, I was drunk I already. Know. And so as they're walking by, I was like, it's just fucking Volbeat. Why the fuck am I over here? Yes. <laughs> See, okay, thank you. But I would also, say something. Also, like, like just, yes. Who I'm, the fuck is this? Just, these guys. You know what I, mean? I would say not some the stupid best thing shit. to say because if Volbeat came to the heroine and said like, "Hey, we well, you want to go on tour this and for a month?" We're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I'd love to. You guys are awesome." Because like, yeah, Damn. you know, like I, I don't want to fucking course. do a tour because I said Volbeat sucks. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the real factor that you like because we played with bands like um um what's that band we did. Uh, I just said their name. We played the Northwest with them. After we did Surges, we played with them. Uh, Red Fang? No, not Red Fang. Um, ah, shit. They're they're super like radio radio band pop and evil. Uh, pop evil. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And like I'm I'm not I'm not a pop evil fan. I, I know like maybe one or two of their songs. I, I'm not I'm not a fan of the band. Yeah. Um, but the dudes are fucking cool. Yeah. The dudes that play in the band are fucking cool. They're good musicians. They sound amazing every fucking night, and they killed it. They killed it. Their fans loved them, dude. And I fucking respect the shit out of that. Yeah. I don't have to necessarily be a fan of the band to have a good time on tour. Of course not. No. But if they're fucking, I don't like them and they're assholes, then that just sucks. (laughs) Well, well, I can kind of say this, and I've never been on tour, but even just as like a a musician and a fan of music, even if you don't like the music, Mm -hmm. you can appreciate either something about what they play what they're doing as a band, oh, yeah. as far as like Shoot. their drive like, or their live their like their live, pre- yeah, yeah, live performance, like, oh, hell yeah, yeah. Like, I see a live band. Well, yeah, so it's always different listening from like a CD, and like it's cool, but yeah, when you see it live, you're like, oh hell yeah. Well, that that's the other part that I was gonna say. Even if you don't like the band and they're fucking killing it live, yeah. or they whatever they're doing, like you can appreciate that stuff. Yeah. So like, 
You don't have to be a fan to say like. Yeah, no, it's exactly the same thing we did a couple days with uh, Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, you know that I, I am like not that. a fan of stuff like that. Super yeah. fucking yeah, just but, but emo man. like poppy like uh, no but that hair band. in my face scene stuff like <laughs> I was never that stuff. But that band live and that kid guitar player, dude, the guitar. But player they, they kill have, it though, right? They were amazing. That's That's fucking fucking cool, but dude. The kid, the kid does a warm up before the the. He's a young guy. Like he, when we did well, the tour, well, yeah, yeah. I mean. I guess he's probably like in his late twenties now. Yeah. But uh, when we did the tour, like he did a warm up, it was insane. He's a fucking shredder. Like he's just like that's fucking bad, dude. Crazy, dude. That's super cool. That's super fucking. I love shit like that. I love hearing those stories where like I'm not a fan of this, but you can appreciate whatever it is that they do, yeah. whether if you're a musician and, or not. But just like those, the artistry, and you. You know they're they're doing something right, and you see it, and they stand out, and it's like, dude, these guys are fucking on to something. Or like, girls, wow, whatever these people, whatever like you want to say, they're on to yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. Dude, for real, man. We did a we did a show with them in St. Louis, and that band themselves could have <coughs> been a bunch of nicer guys to you know hang out with, and you know, and the cool thing about that was was you know my daughter is a really big fan of the band. And so I, I had written a, written a little poster of you know him holding the poster, and him and I took a picture together, and I sent it to my daughter, and she was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> that's cool, man." I don't know if I've ever been starstruck. I don't like. Well, I mean, I've never toured, so I've never really like done anything like that to where I've met some of my my <laughs> idols or whatever. I've got, a, I've got a story. I want to hear it. Let's this hear it. One, this one is pretty hilarious because I've been a fan of Anthrax. Since I can remember, right. And one of the years during the Texas Rock or the River, River City Rock Fest, you know, Anthrax was was playing, and I okay. was just like super excited. I'm like, oh my god, you know, finally after all these years, I get to see Anthrax, and I'm just through the roof. And so, of course, at River City Rock Fest, once they set up all the merch, we're already there. So I kind of got first dibs at the merch, and so of course I get all my anthrax gear and i'm like super fanboy of all this anthrax stuff and so i'm there backstage well joey just happens to be backstage and i you know get a selfie with him and oh yeah yeah yeah. i remember that yeah and so then everybody just kind of disperses and i'm just back there by myself and i'm just there kind of leaning up against this truck and then the um the gate opens, yeah. and there's Scott, Scott Ian, and we both lock eyes. And I can only imagine what he was thinking because <laughs> we locked eyes for maybe five seconds, but it felt like two hours. And then he just slowly kind of walks back, closes the gate, and disappears. <laughs> and I'm like, if I was Scott Ian and saw... You know, fanboy backstage. Yeah, I'm like I would probably go back to. You probably had this like fucking goofy look on your face or something too. Right? It's where you like, know, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, know what I mean? Did, like yeah. you probably had this fucking gnarly ass starstruck jaw drop look, and it's like that was the way when he I, walked when, in when and I saw that. that um, was like, oh, was, yeah, I don't I'm know. not going to you know. bass player from. And Son I thought of a that bitch. was so funny. Yeah, I can't remember <laughs> what the fuck I was asking. Uh, it, my name is Mud. Primus, Primus, Les Claypool, Les Claypool, dude, my homie. So my my good friend Brandon, he just made um. So Les Claypool just came here, yeah, and they did a twenty one twelve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I uh, missed be- that. It was I think it was uh, before they. I don't know where they played, but my homie's in Amarillo. Uh-huh. Um, 
and Les Claypool went into his restaurant. Oh shit! And he's a huge Primus fan. Yeah, he was like he was. My friend Brandon is like one of the. I I worked in the kitchen for about like seven eight years. My friend Brandon's like one of the most skilled cooks chefs I've ever yeah. encountered, and so. He's a huge Primus fan. And anyways, Les Claypool comes in. He's like, I know that guy. He's telling his, like, the owner of the restaurant, like, I know, you know, Primus. And he's like, I don't know. And so the, anyways, long story short, he makes him some tacos, right? And the next day, Les Claypool does this interview with, like, some big shot. Uh Revolver, Loudwire, something. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. And they're asking him, like, how's the tour? And, and. Tell us something, you know. And he's like, well, um, I'm not going to talk like him, but I read it in his yeah. voice. He was like, I had some tacos the other day at some little place in Amarillo, and he named the place. He's like, some of the best That's tacos I've ever had in my awesome, life. Dude. And so my friend Brandon texts me. He's like, dude, Les Claypool just came in and had some tacos. I'm like, what the fuck, bro? And I was That's like. That's fucking cool. Prove it. You know what I mean? Pictures <laughs> already didn't happen. And, and he's like, well, I didn't want to bug him for a picture. But yeah. boom, and he sends me this article to this link. And he's like, it happened yesterday. This this came out today. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? I That's think, fucking awesome. That is so fucking cool, yeah. dude. Like, dude, we we oh. played uh, one of the one of the River City Rock Fest. Uh, Primus was there. Yeah, and, um, I love I was Primus, back there, dude. And um, Neil from Clutch was back there too, and I was hanging out with him, and we're having a couple drinks. And uh, Neil's a super cool dude. Like, the, the, he is such a down to earth guy. Like, dude. like it, had he, if you see that guy on the street, like just normal, right? You would never know that he's this fucking badass singer of this amazing band because that's just kind of how he is he just chills and so we're back there we're having some drinks man it was super fucking cool and then as i'm like turning around i look back and les claypool's right there i'm like oh shit well the, well neil has been around for oh yeah well well that whole ever, that whole dude, set right? man um like, uh, les, uh, les knows, claypool came up and played some songs les with them <laughs> yeah no he can't um, at river city he played a song on like violin right Mm-hmm. He, he uh, Les Claypool came up and played a song with Clutch and played violin, and I was like, "Fuck, dude, that's amazing!" He played it in a pig pig mask. It was pretty pretty cool. And then um, I see Les Claypool, and I'm just like, "Oh shit!" That's on my wife. My wife's with me. I'm like, "It's fucking Les Claypool plays a privacy fucking amazing bass player. Like I love him." And she's like, she's like, just go say hi. I'm like, "No, nah, I don't want to bother him." And, you know, I don't I don't know. And she's like, "Probably won't get another chance." I'm like. Yeah, you're fucking right. Uh, like, so I go there, sat him. Like, hey man, uh, nice to meet you. We played earlier, blah blah. blah. Just talking. He's like, he's like, oh cool, man. And, and I was just like, completely, just like, dude, I love your music. You're such an amazing bass player. All this stuff and everything. He's just like, thank you so much, man. He's like, I really appreciate that. He's like, he's like, I hope you guys had a good show. And just just shooting the shit, you know, just normal shit. And um, but you- as I'm walking away, man, I talked to my wife. I was like, holy fuck, I just talked to Les Claypool. It was the coolest thing ever, man. And I remember like. Um, he was with some people and I had my back turned and I was telling my wife and I was like just geeking out. And I think one of the people that was with him overheard me and they go, Oh, that's amazing. And I was like, Oh, I got immediately embarrassed. I was like, dude, this lady just heard me geek out over Primus, man. I was like, dude, you worked hard yeah. to be like, um, you know, there. Yeah, no, it, it was, it was it, the, the music has definitely opened up so many doors for us yeah. to play with and meet. Um, some well, of noti- our favorite notice that you're man. there exactly where they are. Yeah, like you're, you're I've on the never, same stage. I mean, I've been you listening know, to Primus since I was you're a kid. Doing just like the, what they do. I never like, thought I'd have the opportunity to be having a beer and then tell them that I well, love his music. You but know? you were really part of that show mm-hmm. that the promoter was trying to put on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Yeah. Now these it's like you they they you were a band that they knew that were gonna bring people in to you know get these bands to Yeah man we make we, more money. We helped from promote River City. We worked whatever we could with them to work our way. We played the side stage for years and then they let us play the main stage, man. And like I was amazing. It was such an experience, dude. What you were on every year. Yeah. We did every year, man. Did every year. It was so cool. It, it, it was a blessing, man. Honestly, just like, you know, I know, uh, I know we worked hard. Like, I'm not. How'd you get on the first year? Like the first time, how'd you get marketing, on Marketing, man. Yeah. Marketing. If, 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 if any bands listen to this and you're wondering how you, yeah. you do it, it's exactly what we talked about back in the day at the White Rabbit, you know, where back in our day when we were younger, like it used to go to these booking parties and everything. Like if you get the opportunity to talk to anybody that's on shows, market with them, talk with them, see what you guys can do for each other, you know, work it. It, it as much as we love music as our art. It's also if you want to be a band that's going to be you know have any kind of success, you have to treat it as a business as well. You know, don't go there and get and, all and, fucked up and, and like act all crazy every yeah, single time. Yeah, no. Our, our, our singer Linwood is like a bloodhound. I he mean, he just always he knows how to he knows how to market. He's looking for somebody to market with, market to, talk to. Yeah. I you know well, well it's I a team. God, it's a team. It's yeah, not only just you know. Yeah. I don't have that personality at all. I prefer to just stay in the shadows. And just do what I do, and luckily we've got a guy that is, you know, you know, a pit bull on a tight chain. He's he's ready to go at a moment's notice. And that goes back to what I said in the very beginning before, because I'll be a hundred percent honest. And and I heard you guys like I heard the name a long time ago, um, but I had never really heard you guys, and I knew you guys kind of had a following. but I heard you guys recently, uh, before you guys came in, like, you know, a couple of weeks ago. But Greg was telling me since day one, since the whole, like, John, since you tagged Johnny, and Johnny, you're like, hell yeah. And then I had said, like, yeah. hey, can you bring Wes? Like, ever since all that, Greg was like, they're a hardworking band. And yeah, they've, man. They've, they've really put in the <clears throat> effort this entire time. Yeah. And it's never, like, since day one... Put in the same effort they're putting in today. Yeah. So, I mean, at some point, I would hope not only do you guys learn from mistakes and learn what to do and what not to do, but my point was hopefully it pays off. Yeah. And no, so, definitely, man. Yeah. So, when I asked how did you get on originally to the show, and you say marketing, um, that's cool because yeah. it. it it paid off. Yeah, no, it did. So, like, so you were running how many years though? Like you uh, said, so every year. How every, many? How many years did it run? Two thousand thirteen uh, till nine. So good yeah. six, seven years. Yeah, five, six, five, five to five, seven six, years. Yeah. But like, here's here's one thing that like <laughs> that's a, fucking a lot of, dope, a lot of dude. People thought like a lot of people thought that you know we had somebody that was related <laughs> in there, but but every year for us. Was a, was a work. As soon as we got done playing the River City Rockfest that we got booked to play, um, we immediately, like maybe a month after, we immediately reached out to the people that were that were throwing the show and like like, thank y'all so much for having us. Yeah. So I thought we would appreciate everything that you guys did for us. Who was um, throwing the show? And at that time, it was Live Nation and the, the, our contacts okay. through Live Nation. 
Were you calling them or like emailing them? Emails and text. Email and text. Yeah. yeah. And so, just, yeah. Like, and, and, and it wasn't like you need to find the fine line between um, bothering and just keeping up, with, I'm, I'm, you know? So you guys are talking about the, the, the band as a business and yeah. this and that. And I don't want to make this podcast a business. And we're not trying to. Yeah. But we're in the works of... Of certain things yeah. with other people, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to find that fine line of like, am I bothering them? Yeah, or do I like, where where is it? Like where where do it, I hold it, back? Yeah, yeah, we yeah, always yeah. bothered the, the but, people but, we well, well, Yeah, no, I think I think we, but I feel like we. Bothered. I, I will say like <laughs> like to kind of like one. not <laughs> the, not to say anything, you know, whatever. I'm thinking the bothering that we are doing specifically uh-huh. relating to this podcast. I'm hoping it's going to pay off, and I think it will. Well, you know, what, man. Like, so, it, like it, as long as I think I'll if leave you it keep that. things in a positive term, you know, if you reach out, like like I said, as soon as the River City Rock Fest ended, you know, we'd let some time a short time pass, and then we reach out to them, like blah blah blah. This this one was amazing. Um, um, so much fun. We have, thank you so much for including us this year. Uh, we hope that you, we we would be in your. Um, in, in your mind for the next one, and let us know if there's anything else we can do to help. You know what I mean? A message, yeah. a message in that exactly that, that light. Exactly. And then like sometimes we get a message back, sometimes we wouldn't. So, but couple, it, it, we let some you're time, putting it out there. By. That's exactly. all that matters. Let some time go by. Reach out again. Like, hey, just wanted to see how you guys are doing. Yeah. Blah blah. Uh, we, we're still hitting the road pretty heavily, and we just want to reach out, let you guys know that if y'all need anything for the next one, let us know. And that's it. And it it works. So I mentioned I was in the kitchen before, right? Yeah. And I learned that because I ran a food truck. It wasn't mine. I didn't own it or anything, but I, I ran it for somebody. But yeah. I was in charge of everything, scheduling a, a, like two months in advance to make sure I had somewhere to park and sell food, making yeah. sure I had the food to sell, making sure the food was being sold at the right price. If I thought I needed somebody, making sure I had somebody to help me, whatever. Yeah. Um, and I've kind of talked about this before that like um, – um, an artist being a creator, whether if you're in a band, you're you're making art, it, it, it's kind of all the same in a sense. Yes, yeah, definitely. Um, a lot of it's like making love. A lot of it, yeah. you, you, you're yeah. expressing yourself. So, cooking is very, very much the same. Yeah. So, you're you're talking about all this, and I'm sitting here thinking about like I remember doing having to do some of that stuff on the food truck. I remember oh, having yeah. to make sure like yeah. making yeah. making these connects. Hey, reaching out like, hey, I don't. Uh, you know, I reached out to you before. I was just kind of hoping maybe we can work something out, see that, where it's going to go. The like, tours you know, I, I, by, we met them at River City Rock Fest, and, we're, and we're, we got their contact info and reached out to them, told them we had an amazing time. Just and making then, yourself known. That, that's that's through and then, their managers, way. Like, yeah, he, that's just walking backstage and saying, "Hey, yeah," like. And then we got their contact, and then like months that. months later, we asked them, "Like, hey, we see that you guys are playing in Texas again. Like, we would love to play these dates with y'all." And then they reached out to us like, actually, yeah, that'd be great. We can here contact this person and we'll get you guys. On Isn't the, show. the internet cool? It is really fucking cool. Like, man. like I know the so internet has good. its downfall. It, it does, and I'm Especially real big on like the like, downfall of yeah. what it has become and what mm-hmm. it's brought us as a as a human race and like uh, like everything, right? Yeah, because it's all consumption and every, every, everything, now, right? You know. So, but there's certain things about the internet like that that's super fucking cool, yeah. like like. Being to connect, being able to connect with like some of your uh, your your 
Your childhood fucking, Influence. in my mind, yeah. I, well, they're bigger than influencers. They're like fucking almost idols. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, the other day, um, Jason does it quite often, but the other day, I was messaging and, and getting responses and, and going back and forth with legitimately the real person, but Randy Rhodes' sister. Oh, shit, dude. That's like what crazy. the fuck? Yeah, that's as close as I can get to being able to talk to Randy Rhodes, yeah. which I'm a huge fan of. But the internet's fucking gnarly, dude. <laughs> I shared a post the other day, and it was a, it was a uh, this tattoo artist. I forgot. Um, God damn it! I wish I would remember all this stuff and, and think about it before I talk about it. But it's this tattoo artist is on Instagram. I shared it. And he's doing this gnarly back piece of the portraits of the dudes from Slayer. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck and yeah. so, like, I tagged some of the dudes from Slayer. Yeah. And it's like, Dave Lombardo liked it and Dude, shared it. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. And nice. Jeff Hanneman, like, his yeah. wife, because RIP, obviously, but right. she runs, like, the official, like, she liked it and shared it. And I'm like, God damn, as a kid, yeah, this is fucking gnarly. Same thing, Poison the Well. Yeah. I love this band. They're, they they shared our stuff. It's minimal stuff. They're, no, what's a share? But, but, it's, but it's, as yeah, as it's, it's like the internet's so fucking it. cool. Yeah. Sometimes like That's fuck. Cool. We all yeah. see it now. Yeah, like and like uh, I, I did some. See. I recorded I recorded drums on uh, Thunder Horse's new album that's coming out, and they posted a video of me doing some drums on it. And the drummer from Machine Head commented on it. He's like, "He's on Towns Killer," and I'm like. Oh shit! That's drummer from fucking Machine Head coming on my drums. So I was like, "That's cool. That's that's <laughs> it's fucking like, it's fucking cool, man." It, Which it's drummer? Sp- uh, uh, Dave McLean. You know, yeah. he was an SA Slayer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it just sparks all these so, little yeah, like things crazy, right? inside. Yeah, that yeah makes dude, it so I, I'm cool. like, I'm like, yeah, right? dude, it's fucking awesome. It feels good. <laughs> dude. I don't know, man. That's fucking gnarly as shit. So we've been doing this. I don't got any time limit, but. I got a few things I want to ask before we wrap it For up. For sure, at man. Least. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I try to wrap. I, I asked this before. I th- yeah, well, I'm sorry. Everyone. We probably went over your, your no, there's no limit. hour episode. Dude, man. there's no limit on this. Like I tell my brother, it's digital. There's no tape. There's no yeah, fucking thing. We can do it. We, we can sit in here for fucking five hours if we wanted. I don't care. Um, the quest, the common one is like, your. what are three albums you can take to a, a deserted island or whatever, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. So I want to... Make it a little harder and, and say two. Okay. And I don't care if it's like, don't think too hard. Because if I was to answer this right no. now, it's going to change like in a few hours or, or tomorrow. But I think I got right I, now. I, I, I think I got my two. And, and it's, not, right. it's not that you can't listen to anything yeah. else. Yeah. But these are your two that you, you know the, this is like all I can listen to for like probably, all right, I don't so even know how long. Two hours. I, I got two here. And like I think this will, because this would cover, because I, I love all types of music. I love every single type of music yes. that's out there. I mean, I probably don't listen to rap as much, but I still enjoy it, right? All right. So British Steel, Jesus mm. Priest. Definitely, because that just covers me like rock and roll metal, just like the yes. whole album. Fuck, I, I love that album. It's my favorite, one of my favorite albums. It's your favorite and song then, uh, on on that album. Ooh. If you could pick one, Grinder. Okay, maybe. Yeah. Okay. 
Oh, so badass. Yeah, yeah, grind. That's badass. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, yeah, that's fucking bad. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Looking is that your favorite priest, or is that just one that just kind of stands that, out? That was the first priest album that I ever heard. So as it's, a kid. it's it's special to you. Yes, yes, okay. yes. But I mean, like, I mean, there's other great albums like fucking Painkiller is amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But but I like be, the older priest myself. But yeah, on. to be honest, like that's the one album that I can listen front to back and just like. Every song, I'm like, there's no skips. I love it. Yeah, there's no yes. skips. Like a pink color, I love it, but there are skips for me, for me, right. for me on there. Right, 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 and, right. Um, this is all what it is. Yeah, so definitely that album, and then like jumping like forward, like a new artist uh, just started listening to him, Orville Peck, and uh, okay, he's like okay. a country artist, and yeah, th- he has. I've heard of him. This this album that he put out, man, like I because so. I had some friends that went to his show in San Antonio. He just played San Antonio not too long ago. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> some friends that went. And a bunch of friends that I know that... Where was it at? At Paper Tiger. Oh, okay. I thought it was Lonesome Rose for some reason. And um, so I had a bunch of friends that go there that we all like similar bands. So like I saw like all of them there, and I'm like, okay, cool. I was like, all right, I'm going to check this guy out tomorrow. So I went to bed. I woke up in the morning, and I looked at his albums, like played his most recent one, and I started listening to it, and it was country. And I was like, oh, this is different. And, like, I listened to the whole album, and I was like, oh, shit, dude, this album has, like, highs and lows and, like, fucking, you know, really, really intricate songs. I was like, this is a good fucking album. Nice. So, yeah. Very cool. I like your British Steel, Judas Priest, Orville Peck. Peck, Bronco. All right. So, yeah, those are my two. What do you got, my man, over here, Wes? <laughs> uh, Darkmore. Gates Gates to Oblivion. I don't even know what sure. that is, but I like I like it. It sounds intriguing. I don't know what it is, but I like it. It sounds intriguing. It's I'm gonna take know, mine back. <laughs> the, uh, uh, I, I believe they're from Italy. Uh just like this power metal like 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 the vocal like European metal just has this awesome vocal melody style. Yeah. That they is really just, do. Uh, it's just very infectious to me. And, I I love I love hearing you say that. <laughs> and then uh, "Keepers of the Faith" by uh, nice. Terror. Fuck Terror, yeah, Dude, that is badass. They're here. Or, Man, they're, you're, in you're, you're, they're in Austin you're, tonight. Your what? island's fucking rocking, dude. <laughs> they're in Austin tonight. Yep. Wow. My oh, my shit. buddies my buddies seeing Terror, uh, Bitter End, and um, now with Death Threat and Terror. It no, was I, somebody else. I, I wasn't there, and, and and actually, I missed them the last time they were here in San Antonio, like a few months. With Soulfly, back. like oh, well, Soulfly was in the next room, but mm-hmm. and yeah. Dino. That's where I saw Dino and so, and Max together. Went and that was Terror. Terror is actually my unplugged. favorite hardcore band because they just have this this fucking just, Scott Vogel's just, a just beast, this, bro. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, the band alive. in general, but their energy and then their breakdowns aren't typically normal. Hardcore breakdowns. They have a little more like thrash yeah. to it, so yeah. more more net breaking stuff it. than you know. So yeah, those two yeah. would be my. So Wes's island's gonna be fucking metal twenty four seven. Might be metal <laughs> you know, 12, 12 hours a day, and then country the rest of it. <laughs> I don't know which island I would want Just to visit more. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm a little torn between. <laughs> How close are these islands? Can I swim in between? <laughs> Can I hear one of the other? It, it has to be close because you're still writing music together. There you go. There you right? go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. I like that, man. You guys got anything else you want to add? This has been fucking so where, much where fun. Where can everybody I don't know if you find you? Oh, so um, you, you can find us on Instagram. Um, we are the heroine. 
dot com is our website. Yes. You can also find our music. Um, like I said, we, we all our music's out there. Like yeah. the, the best thing for us to do is just put our music out. Like we want people to hear it. You know, of course. Um, so you can get it on. Um, Apple, iTunes, you can get it on uh, Spotify. You All can look us up on yeah, YouTube, YouTube, Google Play. It's on everything. Well, we were we were watching yeah. some YouTube videos before, like like official yeah. music videos and stuff. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. We have some. Music I know it's out, out there on that, and like I was yeah. listening to it on my car on Spotify. So it's out there everywhere. Yeah, it's. Everywhere. I like that. That's our, our new album's called Alfred Blood. Like listen to it. We we put a lot of heart and soul into it. Um, it's 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 uh we're extremely proud of it. We're just so happy that it's out. And um, yeah, it. Ha- have you guys played much of it live yet? Yeah, yeah. The, the, I, know, the, I, I know it's new, but you are just getting yeah. back into the live shows. So have you got to play it so like solo um, live yet? Prior to uh, the last two shows we played, we had probably been playing maybe like two or three yeah. songs in the mix. Um, but the the last show we did, we played like like f- we only kept two. Songs in the set that we've been playing forever, and then the yeah. rest of the set was all brand all new years. stuff. So like, you got to yeah. um, so far as of now. Do you guys have a favorite one to play live? Uh, I like we like to party. That's one of my favorite songs to we play. Like, to like party. it's it's yeah. a lot drum wise. Like it's cause it goes in the middle of the set, and like I like to have a couple of beers when I'm playing, and also our set's just like very fast. So I'm tired about halfway in the set, and it's a lot of drum work, but it's so much fun to play. Like it's just okay. so much fun to play. Yeah. There's like they call me is is one of my favorites. Yeah, just because it's kind of quirky for our style. And it's a little like, bit different out of everything. Like people, Very cool, man. People really get into it. It it's kind of got like a like a hives or like the struts. Yeah, yeah, kind of, kind of like the almost like the Strokes it. too as well. You know, yeah. Style to that song. Mm-hmm. It was a lot That's of fun. Super, you know, not pop rock, but yeah, yeah, yeah. your marketing is going towards. Well, the way I mean, you like, guys, you from what I've heard, yeah, you guys are very. Exactly. From what I've heard, you guys are very like rock driven, not so much a metal band or so much yeah. a hardcore band or anything like that. It's fucking. Kick in your face, rock and, roll. rock and roll. But That's you said roll, earlier yeah. that Southern feel because I fucking hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I like the 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 twangy, the down tune, yeah. the in your face. Like the I mean, groove. I, I think there's like three the groove, songs on the album like, that are like train beats for drums. So you very know, cool, yeah. dude. Very cool, dude. I really like it. I really yeah. dig it. Um, Man, thank you. If you guys haven't heard it yet. Go fucking yeah! Hear go it. Let, do us a favor. Go listen. Yeah, to it, man. go so fucking go hear it, dude. Us, to it. Get our um, get our Spotify list is from thirty four to thirty seven. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Um, I like that. Yeah, and then we have a tour coming up in August. August. We and, do. Uh, it's just gonna be us. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Pretty much Midwest, West Coast. Yeah, super cool, man. Yeah. So it'll, it'll be good. Uh, I'm sure California always try you good. They do, man. Right. Uh, you, know, you know what's funny is like uh, California, we do well, but Seattle has Seattle, always we do been amazing. like our biggest. And, Con- and Denver. Denver treats Denver's, us really well. Yeah, Denver's really good. Hey, too. you're yeah. going there soon, right? Uh, I'm going to go visit my dad the weekend before Father's Day. He's out there living in the mountains. There. Denver's amazing. I love Denver. My dad's out there by the Four Corners. He's living in the mountains oh, in a, cool, in a travel trailer. If you yeah. if you find yourself in Denver, go check out a band called Messiah Vore. They, uh, they, they used to be called Throttle Bomb. Yeah. But they're a great band. Okay. Stone, stoner rock yeah. type stuff. But like really like Doom Bongzilla. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, Seattle trees as well, too, man. Uh, last time we played there, we played a Monday night, and we thought it was going to be a bad show, and it was packed. It was amazing. We had about 80 people show yeah. up, which we so, were kind of, like, freaked out, like, yeah. for a Monday. It was it, yeah. was it was crazy. It was a great show. 
Good, man. But yeah, man. We we got some love out there. And we're going to keep doing it. We got the tour coming up. We got the album out. Like, so all we can do is keep, keep on fucking. Yeah. What? Uh, <laughs> you got to keep on going. Keep but, on uh, going. No. Uh, uh, the dude from, from CCR, Fogarty. Yeah. Uh, I think it was him. Keep on chugling. Chugling. Yeah, yeah, keep on chugling, man. Yeah, keep on chugling. So make it happen, dude. You got to do what you got to do. Smooth. I fucking love it. Well, I appreciate you guys coming out. Um, Thanks for having us, man. Yeah, thank you. For yeah, yeah. You guys. No, appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun. I, I love hearing the stories. I'd love to have you guys back. Maybe after the tour, dude. Yeah, yeah. Come we tell us some more fun to, stories about the road. Sure, Bring the other guys if you want. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Be great. Um, John. Thanks for having Johnny and Wes show up. That's fucking very cool. See you tomorrow. Johnny and Wes, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for showing up. I don't know how many times I've said this part, but I'm going to keep saying it, I guess, because I love it. If you guys have made it this far in our podcast, then fucking keep listening. If you've made it this far in the episode and you're hearing me say this... Listen to some of the other episodes. We got some cool ones going. And thank Follow you for us. listening this yes. far. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Follow us on social media, at Dudes Talk Rock. Go check out the heroin, weartheheroin.com. Listen to them everywhere. Fucking anybody got anything else? I think I'm done. Anybody? That's it, yeah, man. man. It's rock and roll, good, dude. Man. Greg? Righteous. Thank you, guys. Cool, man. Thank you. Oh, yeah. This is cool. Badass. Dudes out. Let's hear it. Oh. Peace. Hey, dude. Hey, Greg. 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 (gasps) What, dude? What the hell, man? You can't hear me calling your name? No, man. I got the heavies on. Oh, you got the heavies on? I heard about those things, man. Those those new headphones engineered for metalheads with two frequency ranges and four drivers lets you hear metal the way it's meant to be heard. Oh, dude, can you imagine the nasty breakdowns on those things? Go to heavies.com and get you a pair, and make sure and tell them the dude sent you.